What's up, guys? I'm EJ. Thank you all for checking out this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk podcast. We have plenty to get to on today's show. We are just days away from the opening of Spider-Man No Way Home. We're recording this podcast on the official night of the major movie premiere for the film. We got to talk about our final expectations, our final uh, predictions, our final thoughts as we get closer and closer to the to the full debut, full release of this film, one of the more anticipated films we've seen in Hollywood in a long time, and one that we've been talking about for quite a great deal. Part, you know, particularly because so much has been still held to the vest in regards to what we will actually see in the film. There's been leaks all over the place. There's been stuff that they've hinted at all over the place. So I'm excited to get kind of just a final, full conversation about this film before we head into uh, seeing this movie later this week. And of course, we'll have a review for you guys when that movie comes out. Also on today's show, Tom Holland, the star of that movie, Spider-Man No Way Home, had some very interesting uh, comments about what this film may have been had Marvel and Disney, uh, Marvel and Sony not come together and pieced up following their kind of fallout regarding the the money distribution uh, in their deal involving the Spider-Man sharing the name, sharing the movie rights. So we'll have some, uh, I think that's a, a pretty interesting nugget that he gave out. I'm curious what my guys have to say about it. We also have more drama regarding Letitia Wright, or not drama. It's kind of hard to kind of describe or figure out what exactly is going on. But um, more kind of disturbing news out there regarding her place in the MCU and in the Black Panther franchise amid her um, apparent refusal to get the vaccine and a brand new Batman centric series is set to be appearing on CW potentially because it is in development. So we'll have uh, some thoughts on that as well. So great show lined up for today. Really excited to get it going. Join me are my co-host starting with Shamari Stewart. Sham, how do you feel about this interesting stat i saw this week somehow they were able to uh you know kind of tabulate the twitter statistics for which movie was the most tweeted about film among all the films in hollywood this year and would you guess that the number one film was Zack snyder's justice league does that surprise you uh no not at all i'm surprised that that would that surprises anybody (laughs) i mean but i'm a snyder guy so of course but but you know, very pleased with this news. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, I'm not surprised. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for Snyder. I'm glad he. I'm glad you know, uh, his film got to come out the way that it did. You know, I think that's a pretty. I think that I would consider his film a success. Um, yeah, you I know, think, yeah, I would too. For a four-hour, four-part movie, that's definitely a success. And for it to be so superior to you know the josh the joss whedon version i mean it's 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 just undoubtedly a success so uh to me nah it's not surprising um you know i i think uh uh once the the word about the snyder cut kind of came out and he was kind of affirming that yes there is a snyder cut it, it just exploded from there and and it came out and it was good so that just helped so nah i'm not surprised at all yeah, I'm not surprised also either because, you know, remember the Snyder Cut came out as it was all it was an online campaign. Um, it was an online mm-hmm. campaign that was originally organic that clearly then became kind of uh, had some kind of collaboration with Zack Snyder and eventually with Warner Media. 
but something that started online and really was this kind of online myth and online legend. The fact that once that legend became a reality, that it was very much talked about online makes a lot of sense. And I don't say that to, to discredit its impact. I'm saying that it's, it just it falls in line with what we were seeing, which was this, uh, this, this constant kind of debate and discussion about this film and, um, whether it was real, whether it was going to be good, whether it made sense to do it. It was a very complex dialogue that went on for um, a, a pretty long time, years, uh, years it went on. So that, that wasn't too, too surprising as well. Um, Kendall joins us on the podcast as well. Were you surprised that uh, that uh, Zack Snyder Justice League was the number one tweet about film in America or in the world, I think, actually? Uh I mean, I honestly probably would assume it would have been the Spider-Man movie. If you had guessed, Spider-Man was number movie. two for, for what? Yeah, it's that, worth. yeah, that would have been my that would have been my guess. I mean, the movie hasn't come out yet, so that certainly probably uh, changes the numbers a little bit. In the year isn't over. I think that's true. Uh, in the year isn't over, as Shamari said, which is interesting because there will yeah, be a lot of Spider-Man tweets in the next two <laughs> next two or three weeks or whatever. Which but, is why I'm saying off Twitter. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So I see. And, and, and <laughs> because and because I'm willing to. Uh, Acknowledge that there are plenty of people who don't like uh, Zack Snyder and just, you know, everything he does. I'm sure there are plenty of haters that would be like, oh, they put this out so that before Spider-Man came out, so that it'd be number one. Like, you know, there's conspiracy theories <laughs> right. on, like, both sides. <laughs> so I'm sure that people are like, oh, they only put it out early so that he would be number one. Like, and then there would be a campaign to <laughs> to just tweet about the movie, a hashtag or something. Right, hashtag, just hashtag, Snyder Justice League, number one, number one Twitter movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean... If you, I mean, if you would have asked me what would have been my top two or three, I mean, I'm sure it would have been it would have been in there. I I think people naturally forget about this movie because it wasn't like it was like HBO Max release, you know. Yeah. Um, and it was a it was a, it was a movie that was already released a couple years ago, so it, people don't look at it as necessarily a 2021 movie. At least I don't. Um, you know, typically, but uh, but I guess it makes sense because also. Uh, like it, the movie was only made in part because of its online engagement and its online campaign. So uh, the fact that it, you know, gets the award for online engagement is, is not, a, I guess, shouldn't be a shock to me. Should Warner Media be concerned that the Batman came in 10? No. Uh, were there any other movies says no. that were supposed to be released in 2022 that are on the list? That's a great question. The answer is no. Right, so I guess you, I would be excited about not. that. Then. That's a good okay. thing. Yeah, if, if you told me Doctor Strange was fourth, then I would know. Yeah, it's it's very suspect. That's so interesting that you guys came up with that. I I tended to th- I I'll be honest. I looked at this and I kind of felt like, uh, ten really. And I know you guys are. It's a fair point. The movie did not come out. I guess to me, w- Warner Media made, um, they made anything that came out about the Batman in terms of like a trailer or any information anything they made it it was all an event i mean everything that's come out about this movie has been like an event so to me part of me is like okay maybe you don't have the year-long kind of conversation about the film but like you've had these just like mega peaks where that's the only thing anyone's talking about because you made it remember though we talk about fandom the original fandom was last year last year so that's fair we had a big lull yeah that's fair People even people forgetting the movies. I mean, really, the only thing we talked about this year was like it being pushed back and yeah, that's true. You know, <laughs> COVID yeah, and does Robert Pattinson hate Matt Reeves and all all just tabloid stuff. <laughs> yeah, new show and all that stuff. Yeah, so yeah, that's uh, a fair point. 
It's a very fair point. Now, if you I told would... me, you know, that number since Fandome, I would assume that, that it would be higher than 10. Uh, I would assume it would be in the top five. And if it wasn't, that would be a little more concerning. Um, but prior to Fandome, prior to the month of October, it was kind of quiet. Yeah. No, I, I, I get that. I, I agree with that. I'm a little surprised that Shang-Chi is not here. But Black Widow is. Um, that is not is not made the top ten. Black Panther is number four, which I think is very fascinating. Um, Black Panther, like what kind of just, forever? It doesn't know. It's just Black Panther. Interesting. Which I think so will I lead a lot. That. I think that will lead a lot into our conversation about Letitia Wright in a bit. But that yeah. that to me is is, mm-hmm. is very fascinating. I'm like, why? You know, obviously Chadwick's passing was a tragedy, but that was last year, right? That was 2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And, you know, there's been a lot of talk about what to do with the Black Panther. But, again, I think a lot of that is not necessarily just about Chadwick. I think there's a lot of drama that goes into why it's so high. So, I don't know. I thought this was a very interesting list. Um, somehow Shrek is on there. I don't know why people were talking about Shrek so much, but that was at number nine. Uh, <laughs> for those keeping score for the uh, superhero movies, you had the Suicide Squad at six, Black Widow at five, uh, Black Panther at four, Eternals at three, Spider-Man No Way Home at was two, and, of course... Snyder's Justice League was one. So for those, again, interested in those kind of things on what's what's uh, hot on Twitter and what's getting that social engagement, these were apparently the films and Zack Snyder's Justice League being number one. Oof. I, mean, I, I don't wonder how, I wonder how Warner Media feels. You know, they have, you know, a movie on there in Suicide Squad that, uh, you know, was far and away eclipsed on social media engagement than uh, by uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. And we know how, you know, how touchy the subject of that movie coming out and Zach's relationship with Warner Media has been. So uh, these were all. I think these, I just thought that it was interesting. Uh, this was these were interesting stats that came out regarding um, the top tweeted movies. But let's talk about uh, what we have coming up this week. It is premiere week for Spider Man No Way Home, the third installment of the Hollywood collaboration between Sony and Marvel Studios. It includes the likes of Tom Holland as Peter Parker, Zendaya as MJ. Um, those two uh, characters we've gotten to know a lot over the last few movies. Uh, it'll also include William Dafoe, Alfred Molina, and Jamie Foxx reprising, reprising their roles as villains from previous Spider-Man continuity. Kendall, this movie is one of the most highly anticipated films in the history of the MCU. We need to discuss what are our final thoughts, prediction, and expectations for this film as we approach the premiere date. Yeah, I mean, obviously... Uh, a ton of excitement for this movie. Um, you know, you forgot to say the movie starring Andrew Garfield and to- uh, Tobey Maguire. Hey man, hey man, I, I, they're not on the billing. They don't get that. They don't get that kind of respect just yet. I haven't, uh, I haven't seen them in any of the billing yet. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like you said, we're, you know, we're recording this right before really the the premiere of the movie, mm-hmm. so uh, it hasn't come out yet. So we really don't know what's in it. Uh, even though you know some people may know by the time they're listening to this, some but people, some people know some things. But um, but yeah, I mean this is this is exciting. Uh, the fact that this movie's coming out, it feels like it's been uh, years waiting for this movie. Um, I, I mean, obviously the 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 big question is will those two characters appear? Uh, will Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire be in the movie? I mean, I'm in the camp that uh, I would be shocked if they're not. Um, 
I, I, I like that's one of those things where I mean the odds are like the odds the the betting odds have to be very high that they're in the movie. I would say most people would assume that they're in the movie. Um, so I don't think that would necessarily be a bold prediction, but I, I would lean that I would lean strongly that they are going to be in the movie. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean I think the expectations for me this movie with this movie are higher than they than any other movie this this calendar year of 2021 um and it's it's got a i think this is an, an important movie for marvel you know a very important movie for marvel because it's been a it's been a uh i wouldn't say it's been disappointing uh it's been a disappointing year but it's been up and down um i would yeah i would i'd, I'd venture to say it's been a down year for marvel I, the only reason I hesitated no, to say I, down I say because of the Disney Plus shows. Yeah, because of what they're doing with Disney Plus, uh, yeah. which was obviously that integrating the MCU into uh, Disney Plus was a was obviously a big initiative for them, and mm-hmm. I thought they're they're mostly successful. I would say almost uh, uni- universally successful, mm-hmm. uh, but that's only half. It's only half the job, and I think the movies have been good, you know, for the most part, but just not universally loved like they usually are and so mm-hmm. because of that i could say it's, it's for me it's been up and down and so this is an important movie because this is the biggest one of them all and bigger than anything they've done on disney plus so they need this movie to be great because if this movie's great then this shifts to what is ultimately a very good year for marvel because this is the biggest movie they've had since Endgame. Mm. so so i have so i have some very uh some very poignant questions okay uh, very poignant I, questions. I love answering so, poignant questions, so let's get it. I'm usually the one asking questions on the show, so I love being on the other side. <laughs> of this. All right, that's good. Uh, so I'm glad. So, so if, so let's say just for the sake of argument. So first, if if Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are not in this movie, okay, would you be disappointed? I thought you guys. Will we be back on this show, or will we <laughs> for a couple of weeks? I don't know. I don't know if I can do a review of this movie if they're not in it. But what are you gonna well, well, you see, you uh, see how Shamari feels. Uh, <laughs> I mean, excuse me, how Kendall feels about uh, if they were not in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, will I be disappointed? It depends. Uh, so when we say in the movie, does that include post credit? Uh, no. No, if they if they're they gotta be in the no, movie. No, if they're are they in the movie? Are they in the main movie prior to so the credit? So, the... so regardless of whether or not they're in whether they're in the post credit, if they're not in the actual right. movie, will you be disappointed? Exactly. I will. I will say no because I will say okay. if they are in the post credit, I would feel a lot better. I think okay. that to me, I mean we we when we you know the fact. I mean this is a you want to talk about. You know, we all, you know, you teach kids when they're, you know, six, seven years old that, hey, rumors can be very dangerous and you don't want to run away with rumors that you can't confirm are true because they can do a lot of damage and, and mess up expectations for people. I mean, this is like, if this is somehow not true and they're not in this movie, this would be like the, the lesson one-on-one for why you don't run away and spread rumors <laughs> that you can't confirm. Because there is, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, there's very little thing we have to confirm that this is happening other than like the honestly, I keep thinking back to like what's the best thing I can say that like that would confirm this? It's still Jamie Foxx's Instagram post. That's really the only that's the only really concrete thing. The Brazilian yeah. trailer where a lizard looks like he may have gotten kicked by air. Like, right, Whoa. it's only getting kicked by air. And like <laughs> that's what we're holding on to. And it's like 
I, don't I know mean, <laughs> it's, it's it's decent evidence, but with the way we're running away with these rumors, you would have thought that you know we have a picture of them on set, or they were in a trailer. Like, right. like it's it's like like that, that's the way that like us as a community have ran with the idea that that they're in, so that that they're in it. So for me, I, I can't I can't be but so disappointed because there was nothing that they showed me that just they were going to be in it. I'd be frustrated mm-hmm. that the rumor kind of got out, but I can't be mad at the movie per se. That makes sense. So, so how would you feel if one of them was in it and the other was not in? So, like if, or like if Toby was in it, but Andrew I don't was think not there's in. any way that's gonna happen. Really? I think it's. I, think I, mean, all I mean, I think that's. I don't. I, I can't agree. say. I can't say any way because. I, I'm thinking about Andrew. There, there's some <laughs> pain with what happened with him. You know, I don't know, like, like Toby, like, like, you know, I mean, because Toby, we kind of forget. I mean, Toby was kind of like fired too, like, you know, like, he kind of, like, no one, no one, no one really ever wants to have that conversation because you know it's it's, he had three movies and you know, um, and and I don't know, he's an icon and a legend, so we didn't, I don't know, we just didn't bother as much. We, We were ready to see something new, whereas I think with the Andrew Garfield. He was supposed to be the new thing that was going to be around for a long time, and then when he wasn't, he and some of his fans, a lot, of, all his fans, really, well, definitely a lot of his fans, they, they, there's pain with them firing him the way they did. So that's why I can't, like, like to me, I, I wouldn't say it's definite that they're both in it because he might not say he might not want anything, he might want anything to do with these people. I don't know, you know, like that. The reason why that wouldn't think, surprise me, right? He's continuously saying he's not in it. Um, which I think I think Toby said too, but I feel like Garfield said it on many occasions. Yeah, Garfield's doing a lot of media. He's doing a lot of media. I guess he has some other projects. He's continuously saying, "Guys, I'm sorry, I am not in this movie," and I don't I don't believe him. But <laughs> yeah, of course, he's an actor. But but I'm just I'm just asking the question just to ask the question, like right. you know, what if? I right. I, the, I would feel the only reason I say that is because both of their villains are in it. So I think, yeah, logically thing, speaking, it's like, it's like why yeah. would you what? even bring that Electro that's, in? That's so ridiculous. That's so weird. You know? That's yeah. so weird. You're, because I, then I you're messing agree. with people. And I think then, then the Garfield people are going to get even more angry if he's not in it. Like, <laughs> McGuire <laughs> is. Then they're like, oh, so you're just messing with us the entire time. You know, and so, playing games. But the one, now, thing we my, haven't, the one thing we never considered real quick, though, is while, yes, Garf, quote-unquote Garfield's villains are in it, I mean, we know again. Electro looks very different than the one guy we saw in Garfield universe. I mean, who's to say he's not right. the Electro from from Spider Man from a uh, Maguire universe? You know, Lizard well, is, seen, Lizard yeah, is a tough that, one because obviously we 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 had a, we never saw the Lizard, but we had uh, a Doctor Connors, and he didn't look right. like that. But again, but we never saw him as Lizard, so they can kind of play around right. with that. And we still haven't seen this Doc Connors, so we don't right. know if. It's the same dot com. We don't. They could just have a similar design, yeah, um, right? Exactly. But I, I, I see. I've seen that I've, there are people that have theories that these aren't the villains from those specific universes. That these characters may be from separate universes altogether, and you know, so that they don't have to worry about continuity and think this making sense and it's not making sense because it's just from a random universe with random Spider Man, but. That would be interesting. I guess I just think, you know, practically speaking, that, that would, would be, be a lot of work to then have to try to explain what these people's deals are if they're not the guys that we know. 
Yeah, I kind of. I mean, I agree. I I think that they're going to yeah, be straight from the universe that yeah. we've seen on theater or on 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 the on the big screen. But mm-hmm. you know, like the you know people and saying, Willem, oh well, Willem you know, Doc Ock's glasses, you know, his glasses are. <laughs> just people, people, you know, the Easter egg people that are right. connecting yeah. like a million dots and saying this doesn't fit with right. the Doc Ock that we saw in the Rainy verse. So I mean, it's also the fact that those guys are dead. Also, like there's that there's that big thing. Yeah, they those died. guys are dead. So how Where are they alive you unless unless you grab them before they died in their movies? Right. Because like... like the thing with the glasses was like, oh, if he if you're grabbing him, because Aunt May in the movie breaks his glasses when they're on the top of that building. And so it's like if you're grabbing him before that, then well, if you're grabbing him after that, then those glasses are broken. Uh, so if you're grabbing him right before he died or something like that, then those glasses are broken. Uh, so he, he couldn't be he, should, he couldn't be wearing those same glasses. And if you're grabbing him before that, um, then he wouldn't know that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Peter Parker. So how, you know, so it's like how does that even make right. any sense? Um, but yeah, I mean, I I, I, I agree. I think it's got to be. It's got to be those same characters, mm-hmm. um, and I, I don't know. I mean, it, it would be. Well, so here's another question before I before I continue. Do we, do we think? Because this is this is more this is this is like we're playing odds maker. This is a lot more of a low odds play. Mm-hmm. But do we think there's any chance that we see uh, Gwen Stacy or Mary Jane Watson? Uh, yeah, I think there's a. I think the chances are pretty decent. Uh, what we see, I should say. I think yeah, there is a chance. I think the chances uh, are pretty decent, actually. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't consider them as high, but I, I mean, I think there's a chance. I don't know. I put maybe in the thirties. There's a chance. And look, remember, like there was that, there was that, you know, there was that. Whole, remember, they, technically, when the William Dafoe rumors were coming out, which we now know were true, Dunce was in those rumors. They were coming out around the same time. That Doug yeah. was also in this film, and then far as uh, Emma Stone is concerned, you know, she again, denied it right? She's denied it. But remember, we did have this whole. She and also, by the way, Dunce has also talked a lot about how she wants to come back and she wants to be married. She's talked about that publicly, yeah, for the record. But with with Watson, while she has denied it, you are correct. And she did have she was pregnant I think, during some time in the shooting. There was that point in time when. She just dropped out of a movie just randomly, and we were kind of right. like, we were like, "Why are you doing that?" That didn't seem to make sense, and there really wasn't a good explanation for it. It was just around, it was right around the time they were shooting Spider Man. Now, do you have to drop out of a whole movie in order to have what we would assume to be a little bit more than a cameo? Probably not a cameo, but just you know, maybe a scene. Yeah, that seems like a lot. It seems like you know, but you know, this this whole. This whole experience has been very tinfoil hat, so we're there right now. I'm sorry. Uh, for the oh listener. yeah, you know this is I mean, Wandavision one. This is Wandavision 2.0, basically, in terms of the tinfoil hat situation. Maybe even beyond that, really, really beyond even Wandavision at this point. So, so oh, yeah. I, I, I actually, I if you told me to put like if the odds were low, like if you were actually, I don't gamble for those <laughs> one right home. But if the odds <laughs> were low, and like you're telling me like I, I could put some money down and win something, like I would, I would put a lot of money down that we'll see one of them. And I mean, I'm I'm just honestly I'm concerned that um, that Holland is gonna be completely overshadowed, and I mean like completely overshadowed if McGuire and or Garfield, to be frank, mm-hmm. are in like 
a third of this movie or more. So here's uh, so can I give you guys a bold prediction then? On that oh, very yes, note. Please do. I think that we will not I don't think they're in this movie that much. For what it's worth. I don't think I, 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 I think if you're if you're well I'll let you go. I mean but. to me, I think that I think I think they'll I think that Spider Man is gonna be I mean I again I have not seen this movie. I don't have any details or any inside information. But I think that he's gonna go into that last fight scene out you know, outman, outgunned. And they're gonna those two are gonna help him. And that'll kinda be the end of it. Maybe there'll be a scene after Maybe one of them will die. Maybe one of them won't. But then there, maybe there will be one scene afterwards where they tell him, "Hey, man, you're doing a good job with Spider-Man. Keep it going. You know, give him kind of the uh, put him over, so to speak, and then <laughs> keep it moving. Go back to their multiverse. Like I, I, like, so I don't, don't think I don't think this is a movie where they're like scene. deeply, deeply engulfed in the plot. And the reason why I say that is because, like, I go back to what I said earlier is that there's very little evidence that they're actually in the movie. So right. the fact that I can't imagine they could have covered up half the movie. That seems hard to be seen. You know, that and like they were, they're, they're so intimately in it and half the movie, like, but, but like they were able to keep all that under wraps. Nothing got out, no shoots, no pictures, um, no casting call, like nothing. Like they've done a very good job of keeping things under wraps except for just word of mouth and Jamie Foxx one time. But like that was literally it. Right. So it's the idea that, oh, they're in it. Like, I, I think they're in the last act is to help Peter uh, Holland's Peter Parker in the last fight, and I think that that might be the all we see. I think we get introduced to them in the second second half. Uh, I think we see them before we get to that last thing. I don't know if they're like I don't know how much they're in my, it. I mean, but my, I, my, I mean, my my thought because you have to explain is... how they. I mean, you don't have to explain how they get there because you're assuming they get there the same way the villains got there. Yeah, but. and exactly. And like my thought is that I mean, because I don't think that whole universe incident that we see in the trailer is going to happen in like the second half of the second act or the second half of the movie. I think that's happening like probably maybe the end of the first yeah. act. You know, and then wait a minute, you think that the most them fighting like the, all when, the like when he's in Doctor Strange's thing and he does all the whatever the oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah that's a, yeah that's early on yeah no doubt yeah that's what I'm saying like that I think that's gonna happen fairly early on in the movie yeah so I mean it, I don't know I mean are we are we not gonna see them until like the very end of the movie I mean it's possible right you know it's possible but you know it's also not possible it's also right. the, a possibility that and you're we'll concerned and you're concerned that if that is the case that that would um that would hurt Holland, Peter Parker, who we know is going to continue. This is not the end of him. Unless yeah, they, unless that unless they're so, lying to us over the last week when they've been saying that there's another. Trip and and I, I'm I mean I'm just concerned that he's going to just going to be overshadowed in this movie. I'm not right. saying they're going to drop him or anything, but I'm just saying I think there's yeah, definitely a reasonable there's a reasonable concern given the one not the one but one of the major critiques about this cinematic Peter Parker being that he's kind of been overshadowed by other people in mm-hmm. his film, whether it be through tutelage or, you know, directly or even indirectly, you know, I mean, Tony Stark is not in the second movie at all, but yet because of his looming presence, they still feel like, you know, again, the whole thing is that this Peter Parker isn't his own man. That's the, the whole gimmick. Iron Boy. Right. I'm uh, water, Iron Man, Pistol Pete Jr. Or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Like that's like the whole thing. So I, I think for them, there is probably 
there's a reasonable concern, I think, to maybe say, hey, is that something we, we, we want to do? I would counter, I've never felt that way or felt strongly about that being an issue. I actually saw an interesting tweet someone posted about, you know, kind of combating this whole idea that, oh, he's, a, he's his old man. And it's like Peter Parker fights all of his fights at the end by himself. He beats Mysterio by himself. He beats uh, uh, Vulture by himself. They're very, they're very intense scenes, very violent fights. And he grows a hell of a lot in those moments. They have nothing to do with Tony Stark. And I don't know how anybody who loves Spider-Man could watch those scenes and think that, oh, I'm taken away by this whole Tony Stark deal. That was all him. So he's gone through the rigors. He's gone through the war, so to speak. He has some of that, 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 uh, you know, he has some of that, that, that scar tissue, that those battle scars to where maybe he's earned the right to have a third fight where, yeah, maybe, okay, someone is actually able to help him and maybe it won't be as bad as maybe the perception is. Um... Um, yeah, I'm not the biggest Holland Spidey guy, just in general. Right, right. But, so that, I mean, I, I, so, I mean, I hear you, um, you know, I, I, I just, you know, that is, that is a, a concern. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We already it's know, re- we already know Doctor Strange is going to be in it. Yeah. I well. also, I don't think Doctor Strange is in this movie that much. That's I kind of agree with that too. I, I would think, agree with that I think too. he's in it. In the beginning, I kind of don't want him to be. And I don't think he's gonna. I don't think we'll see him again. Yeah, let's say I don't want him to be. But I think he'll be like, like Fury. This movie. I think he'll be like Fury in the last. Uh, yeah, I, I was actually Fury, obviously. But you um, know, he's in the trailers a lot, and you see him doing a lot in the yeah. trailers. He's like summoning spells. And yeah, yeah. That's all. That's all. That's, that's, that's a work. That's a <laughs> they're, they're trying to trying to get you to think that this is a this is a Doctor Strange tie-in. But I don't think there's gonna be a lot of that. I agree. Um, I think what's going to happen is as soon as, you know, he even messes up this whole thing, the multiverse, I think he's literally going to be like, okay, I got to go. <laughs> I don't have time for any of this. Like, I got to go fix a million different yeah, things. He's things not, yeah, he's not going to be a factor in that. And he may now. come back at the end because he's like, oh, my God, New York's a catastrophe. Now I got to help him with this fight. But, yeah. Like, I, I, I totally agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that last act is going to be the three Spider-Man, and I don't think we'll even see Doc Strange. I think he won't be around because I think he'll be getting ready to Fight them in the multiverse of that. So what we what we do what we do see him in the last act though. He's already we well, see him in the trailer. Oh, you think that it was shot just for the trailer? Uh, you know, there's mm. there's speculation. I don't say it's speculation, but there's you know, I don't know, there may be some reasons to believe that that may may have been a uh, just the way it was very it, been a, it was very may have been a work. May have been a work. Yeah, I mean, that may have been a work. You know, they're, they're making it seem like he's there at the last because that's the only time we see him. Yeah. Tra- I mean, it could be. I mean, look, we, we where is when he's fighting when they're, when they're all fighting. Why isn't he involved? I mean, Not we, we, we I mean, they Marvel made us to made us believe that somehow Winter Soldier sniped a uh, 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 war machine from yeah. <laughs> like eight thousand yards away <laughs> with the way they shot something. <laughs> so with the way they shot a trailer, where they cut a trailer. So I'm, I mean, we I, thought you know, Hulk was was in. Uh, what was it? Endgame? You know, Infinity, or Infinity War. War, rather. Yeah, we thought he was Infinity War, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it's possible. it's possible. The other... Yeah, I mean, do we think... Do we think that we'll see... Do we think we'll get any connection to Miles Morales at all? Any hint? Any Easter eggs? Any foreshadowing? I would be upset if we didn't. Okay, that was wow. a big opportunity. 
big missed opportunity. I mean, you already know I'm not the biggest fan of this Holland anyway. So it's very interesting. So you're more you you rather see more links to Miles and less of the old Spider Man, essentially, which is not what I've heard from most people. Yes, and those are those are other Peter Parkers, and and they're better. Well, not Garfield, but I think Toby's a better Peter Parker than this than than Holland. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, you're the Garfield guy, right? <laughs> what? No, no, EJ's the Garfield guy, right? There are no, there aren't any Garfield guys. No, <laughs> for people cutting for people scoring at home, there are no Garfield fans. I we, usually we're, I mean, we're, we're look, no split. disrespect to those people, yeah, but yeah, we're, yeah, usually we're pretty split. People get a good perspective of, of <laughs> for you know for like all different sides for these various different kind of arguments, like Zack Snyder, for example, as we saw a couple of minutes right. ago. But um, but sorry for the Garfield fans. There there isn't a representative for you people here. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't yeah. mean you people by you people. <laughs> um, yeah, all discriminatory. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I'm not a Garfield. Do do we think that we will see any tie-in? No, I actually have a better question. Will, because EJ brought up that, you know, look, we may get a situation where they're not in the movie, but they're in the post-credits. Is there a chance that this movie is like Spider-Verse and that it's sort of a part one to another movie? And that... We get we actually get full Maguire and Garfield in a second, or in a in so, a spider. So, so can I? So let me. So let me. So let me add. Where they are, they are in the in the marketing. They are in the movie full time. Well, look, it goes back to a theory that I had a long time ago that I talked about on this podcast that I've never really let go, and I've never I have not really seen anything that has discounted it, other than just it not being talked about. But. My whole, and I'm trying to say spoiler away from things that are on the internet. I still am kind of holding on to this theory that Maguire is perhaps heavily involved in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which is why Sam Raimi right. is doing it. And this, and that's kind of why when I talk about why I wouldn't be surprised they're not if, the, if um Garfield and Maguire aren't heavily in this one. Because I think that it could be the introduction to the next film for the Marvel Cinematic Universe being Doctor Strange and their story, their story continuing, maybe even ending, who knows? But definitely for the for the time being, continuing in the next film. So that's the theory that again I've not seen because we we go back to why did they you know uh, you know whatever part ways yeah uh, part ways with the with the other director Derrickson. Derrickson uh, to bring in uh, Raimi, who hadn't done a superhero film since Spider Man Three, and just yeah, hadn't done, many. and just hadn't done many films. Period. Just he did like two or three films over the last thirteen years, and God love him. You know, no nothing wrong with that. He could, you know, he's earned the right to do whatever he wants to. He's a legend and icon in this industry for superhero medium, and maybe Garvey Hollywood, given Spider Man's impact, but definitely among the superhero medium. He can do whatever he wants. It's not a, a diss, but it's just like, okay, so he came out of re- retirement, basically, to do a Doctor Strange movie? But we know Doctor Strange is very connected yeah. to the Spider-Man movie, which you're the reason we even have a Spider-Man franchise. And they're and connecting to, and they're connecting now. That movie is supposed to connect to the stuff you did 13, 14, 15, 20 years ago. I mean, come yeah. on. Like, some of these things can't be an accident. They're not telling us that this is happening because right. they're trying to let it all play out. But, you know, that's just a theory now, I continue to hold on to. Any, 
like you said, there's been no indication that because no. we know we know a decent amount about the the multiverse of madness, not officially, but just through reporting. And there's been no indication, obviously, that Maguire is in it. Um, that would be a hell of a secret to keep. Um, and I would have said, wow, so they, they they did a much better job hiding him in that movie than they did potentially yeah, hiding him right. in this Spider-Man, movie. Right. But, but that would be, maybe that's like one of those deals where they're not, like, they're just like, they, they, like they, 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 want you to, they want you to think that Maguire's in this movie so that you don't expect him right. <laughs> to be in Doctor exactly. Strange. That would be a crazy sort of 360, you know, or four-dimensional chess play right there. But um, And we know Marvel's not above that. Yeah, no, yeah, we've seen them. We've seen them do a lot of crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, do we? I, I mean, I think that's. I, I, I think it's possible. Um, but that just seems. That seems like a lot, you know. Like, oh, and I, again, will people be upset about that? Absolutely. If if they did, if they if they a lot of people would not see this movie. They didn't. That. You know, if they heard like they're not in the movie, yeah, they're they're not in the movie. But it's just setting yeah, up another movie. I, yeah, I think people will be upset about that. People will skip the joint. They'd wait until Disney Plus, <laughs> right? And that's that's the that's the danger that that they're kind of walking with. Um, do we think there's any tie-in to the Fantastic Four? Which, which we talked, I talked about it a couple weeks ago. You guys know I think there will be, um, given John Watts is directing the Fantastic Four. Right. Do you guys think that we get any any major tie-in? Uh, or minor tie-in uh, to the Fantastic Four. I think we will get a minor tie-in. Um, I don't think we'll get any major tie-ins. I, I, don't, I don't think none yet. You know, you know, it's, in, you know it's interesting that uh, there was that little snippet of of we don't know again. Tom Holland is he for he went from the spoiler king to being very good at not spoiling things and taking you in directions and not knowing where things are going. He had that little incident where he kind of you know acted like he knew who bought. Who bought Avengers Tower? And right, the whole thing we keep working on is: is that the Baxter Building, or is it going to become the Baxter Building? And him That's knowing weird. that, and his director being directed making Fantastic Four, is something to think about. Unless he's lying again, he could just he could totally just not know it and just be having fun because that's what again he's gotten very good at it. Well, even if he wasn't good and he was younger. <laughs> um, he could be just having fun and knowing that this is what people are saying, and I can take them all different directions. But yeah, that uh, were, that, that was interesting. That, that. I, cause I was like, why would he even have to know that? If they reveal in this movie that Avengers Tower is now the Baxter Building, would that would that be considered a major tie-in? Yes. Yeah. To me. Yeah. yeah definitely. <laughs> that, would, that would be like yeah, red red alert. Yeah. Red alert. Fantastic yeah. Four is coming. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's that like, yeah, it's like that's like if somehow we found out, you know, one of these places became the Xavier Institute. Yeah, the X Men. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, okay, well, I mean, we don't. There's no conversation. That's a major, <laughs> major thing, you know. And, and like now, I think, I I don't think there will be. Is my gut. I think it's very possible. This is like of all the things we talked about. I think there are things that are very low. This is odds, like a 50, 50 those, yeah, some that are very high. I think this is like one of those pick them, where it's right. like. I think there's a lot of circumstantial evidence to suggest that it would make sense to do something with the Fantastic Four, given this director is doing this film and Fantastic Four. But I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening in this movie. You know, you know, there's there's a chance we'll see Daredevil. There's a chance we'll see you know two other Spider Men. We got old villains showing up. We talked about the other 
um, the other characters regarding, you know, like a, a, a Mary Jane Watson or um, a, a Gwen Stacy, that the possibility that, I mean, we're not going to get all this stuff, but some of this stuff is probably going to happen. Definitely, I mean, the three Spider-Man again seemingly the most likely. But we know we're getting the villains, so it's like some of these things. Some of these things are gonna tick off. So here's like a matter of, this is one where I'm like it could go either way. Here's a less like out there question that could also go either way, but I want to know your guys' uh, hard line answers. Will we get a sixth member or a sixth villain? Uh, essentially, a Sinister Six in this movie. Mm. We all, we know five confirmed. Is there a six villain or is it five? I'm gonna say Smart, it's six. Smart, yeah, Smart. I think I'll let Smart go first. Smart, you yeah, have six? six. Yeah, I think there's a six. I don't know who it is. It may be someone that's relatively. Into I have game. my guess, but I'll I'll, um, I'll, I'll let you. Think I, I this is another. This is like another pick'em to me. I think this could really yeah, go either. This could go either way. I'm gonna say. Uh, I'll say no. Interesting, but like with like a caveat. I think here's what I was. I think we will see a sixth villain. That villain, well, I don't think maybe will have anything to do with the actual fight that involves the final fight of stopping the villains that we do see. If that makes sense. Yes. So I, I think, I, sort of I, I, think I think, I think there's a good chance. I think there's a good chance we will see Venom. I don't think Venom's in this fight. Let me make that clear. Um, my guess, my guess is that there is a sixth villain, uh, and my guess is that if if I were to put the odds on who it would be, I would guess it's Mysterio. That we don't mm. know. Um, which would be if, if there's a sixth villain that's in the fight, he's the best guess by far. I agree with that. Right. and I then, think it's close. I think I think that is close. I've seen some some yeah, people speculating maybe. Maybe Mysterio's gang of, you know, you know, employees, you know, kind of, you know, took over the Mysterio, uh, you know, operation, identity operation. Yeah, took over the operation. Um, that's possible. We have a different Mysterio than we had before. Uh, yeah, obviously, there's a theory faith is death. Um, I've seen even more crackpot theories that say Mysterio is the one projecting the villains. <laughs> how he's doing that, I don't know how he would be able to do that. But, Jeez, but I want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, particularly when we just got a movie of that. Like, that like... would... I'm like, and more Mysterio bots. Like, I can't, you know, <laughs> with, the, yeah. with the Mysterio bots. But, um... I mean, he is but, the per- he is the first person to talk about multiverses in. He mentioned the multiverse. Well, not the first person. I guess technically, again, the ancient one is, but um, but he's the second person. He's the first right. like regular person to mention the murderers, yeah. like not someone who's linked to some mystical thing. Like, yeah, he's just a guy. Now they kind of they never really go in. They kind of they played it up as it was just kind of him just making up a story and telling a ruse. And but. in the trailer, they or in the TV spots, they keep showing Holland saying, "Wait, the multiverse is real." Right. So it's like he's 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 calling back to that moment of him telling him about the multiverse. Right. Uh, you know, was that foreshadowing? Uh, on some level, I don't know. It's hard for me to say. But and when, I, and when we go when we go back to that whole idea of the probability of how McGuire and, and Garfield being in the movie, which I I do agree is very high, but again I keep cautioning that we have not seen anything concrete. And you go back to you know I mean uh, no the the part of me kind of wonders is there is there a chance that you know Marvel and Sony were totally fine with 
people running with those rumors and just kind of obsessing over the notion that all three would be in it, knowing that they had this other major thing, not clearly is not as major as obviously the three Spider-Men, but uh, this right. other major thing that just like nobody's even looking for. We're not looking to see if Jake Gyllenhaal has been in Atlanta for a couple of weeks in um, you know, randomly in you know April last of this year. Like these are things we didn't care about. We didn't think about like nobody was looking for that. We wanted to know where Holland was and I mean, where, where, uh, where, where, where McGuire was and where Gar- Garfield was. We wanted to know if, you know, we had, we had pizza delivery men saying, I've seen Garfield in Atlanta, you know, like, like we weren't even thinking about any of that stuff for Joan Hall. So it gives us the, op- it gives them the opportunity to kind of like, you know, like show the hand here and the hand on these tables doing something else. Like, you know, like that's, that's, uh, you know, in some ways the rumors give them that latitude. Now the question would be going back to what, you know, as Shamari mentioned earlier, uh, you know, you know, it, it, would that be disappointing that somehow? Because that would feel like a consolation prize. I mean, that's that's a consolation prize that I think you know for a lot of people may may end up being frustrating. If if like <laughs> those guys aren't in it, but like Joe yeah, it's like, oh, we got Mysterio back. You know, that, I mean, it's like okay, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, that would <laughs> be whipping too. You know, for a lot of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't like that. <laughs> if you mean so, you mean if Jalen Hall was in the movie, like but the, the other movie. villains weren't in the movie? No, 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 no not the villains. If if, if Maguire, oh, yeah, Spider Man weren't. Yeah, right. Uh, like, like, yeah, like yeah, that, they yeah, were able to great. successfully, like, you know, withhold the guard, the the Jalen Hall thing, mostly because we we didn't care about Jalen Hall. We were only yeah, no, asking yeah, they, and focusing it, on something else. No, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think that's I don't think that's what's going on. Look, man, yeah. we're, we're, we're gonna know very soon. We're gonna know. We're gonna know very yeah. soon about this film. Uh, again, the movie. Yep, next week. By the time this podcast, you've heard this podcast, you the, the movie um, premiere would have already happened in Hollywood or wherever they're doing. I assume it's in L.A. Last, my my last question. What sort of tie-in do we expect? No, not what. What do we expect? I think we all expect we'll see Matt Murdock. Will we get? What do we think we'll get any strong tie-ins or you know major tie-ins to where he will be, where we will see him next, or what he will be doing next? Or do you think it will just be vague? Like, yeah, I mean, I guess that's Daredevil. I think it will be more vague. But, uh, I, yeah, I would expect it to be more vague. I mean, it this, won't be like. I mean, this is this is a Spider-Man movie. This isn't right. this isn't a, an advertisement. And do we? And so we? So that includes we don't think and, and it's like there'll be a Daredevil post-credit scene. Like showing him, like well, I mean that, that similar to like I'm talking. Black I was talking Panther. more like in the movie, right? Yeah, that would be. I mean, fire, I don't know. What I would include. I would include a post credit scene, uh, similar okay, to that's similar to Black Panther. And that didn't really hint where we were going to see him, obviously, but uh, you know, the Black Panther, the Spider Man one is a war, something like that, where it's like, oh, you see the character in movie, mm. but this is who he actually, or like even like Black, you know, I won't, I won't, I had Eternals mad for a while, but the Eternals post credit you know, where you, you see a character and, you know, in the movie, but then it hints further at what, you know, what they're going to be doing. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, as you've very astutely pointed out, that has been a strategy Marvel has used, I think, successfully and effectively. That would make sense. I just the only the problem is that there's so, the Chinese movie is trying to accomplish so much that I just, I, I really, th- I mean, my honest opinion, again, we're talking about expectations and predictions, I, I think that it'll be cool when we see Charlie, but I think he's going to end up being kind of a footnote in this film. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I like, they decided, look, this we were going to... This idea that we're going to, you know, that there's going to be this big, 
huge deal involving Matt Murdock and Daredevil. I, I think that, you know, he'll, he'll help Peter from a legal standpoint. And they'll probably chat a little bit. He'll know he's Spider-Man for whatever reason. Well, everybody knows it, but he'll he'll know it's true and that he's a good person because he has that, you know, that innate Take sense that. to yeah. know who people are lying or not. And he'll, you know, he'll again, he'll put him over saying you're doing great stuff for the city, whatever, and then they'll keep it moving. I don't think that it's going to be something. And I also feel like... Well, we get a hint that Matt Murdock is is special. Or will people just think... Well, people that oh, don't yeah, know, yeah, we'll know that. Just think that he's the blind. Okay. No, yeah, there's, yeah, there's no yeah. question. Like, he's going to do stuff where it's, oh, this guy is like... <laughs> he wants to be a hero or something. Like, that might not even be that. I think even something as simple as him knowing that Peter has a good heart and that Peter is not a killer or a bad person. Like, that alone is special, because they, they make it clear in the trailer, like, people hate him right now. Like, he's a, he's right. a, he's probably... But some people one. may look at that and just say, oh, he's a good lawyer, you know what I mean? Like, he's a good guy. No, but I think they're going to make it... I mean, we've seen, you know, how, whether this being live action for both a movie and a, and a TV series, or comic books, or even animated stuff, we, we've seen the show the ability for Matt Murdock to kind of... They, they've shown ways for him to know that, you know, he knows for sure this person is not lying right, is a right. good person they'll right. try to they'll do marvel will do their way of illustrating that in this film is what i would predict yeah interesting yeah i agree with that um but yeah man yo this movie is is here i mean it's, it's as i said i i don't think I, I i was incorrect in saying that this is one of the most anticipated mc movies in the history of marvel studios uh it's probably the most anticipated spider-man movie of all time, which is, I think, in some way saying more because of just how anticipated like something like Spider-Man 3 was. <laughs> uh, we kind of forget just how, how that was like the Dark Knight. That was, or like, you know, or uh, or, or even Dark Knight Rises and, and you know, it flopped. But, but that's, that was the anticipation that led into those, that, that led into those films. And um, I think this movie exceeds it. So I can't wait to see it. It's sometimes, in some ways, it's surreal. That is here. It just seems like one of those things that we're never actually going to get to. So it's uh, dope that we're finally uh, going to get to see this film for the first time. But let's talk about an interesting comment from Tom Holland regarding what could have been when it came to the third Spider-Man movie. Because as you guys remember, uh, Disney and, uh, and, and Sony were having a very public spat over the um, movie rights and the money distribution for the Spider-Man franchise. Right now, they kind of have this co-licensing deal that allows Sony to reap the benefits from a financial standpoint for Marvel producing the film and having largely... We say largely... I say largely creative control because I I think that we probably understate how much control Sony does have in terms of like what they want in some of these movies. But... There was a time when they were going to get full control back and that they were going to end their working relationship and that uh, Tom Holland's Peter Parker was no longer going to be in the MCU. And, of course, you remember, you know, there was plenty of talk about Sony saying, hey, you know, we have great ideas for a movie that we want to do and, and it'll be fine and everybody will be happy. And we actually got some details from Tom Holland of what that would have been. And according to him, he was told that um, the next film had no way home not come together had they not been able to you know fix things with disney and uh you know get all these characters the the the, the villains from the previous movies back all together that the third film would have actually ended up being a movie centered around craven the hunter 
he said, quote, for a long time, they were going to do there was going to be a Craven movie. That was going to be the third movie because things weren't working out and all sorts of different stuff. John pitched me this Craven movie, which was which actually was pretty cool. I don't want to talk about it in case that movie ends up happening down the line, but it was fun. So, of course, there is a Craven the Hunter movie that's happening that is in development. Aaron Taylor Johnson was cast as Craven. And this is kind of this continued kind of expanding universe within Sony where they've been doing these these solo movies involving what have been traditionally Spider-Man villains. We had the Venom movies, which we now have two. Uh, the second one including Carnage. And then we have a Morbius movie that's coming out early next year as well. So I'll give this a sham first. What do you make of this idea that Craven may have possibly been the third Spider-Man villain, which would be the third Spider-Man movie uh, villain if... Uh, things didn't come together for no way home uh i like the idea i'm glad we got this but i'm like but i like the idea um you know i'm sure they still have it in their pocket um that, i mean they, they got it because they they're, they're gonna move you know with the craven movie yeah yeah so you know um yeah so we're probably gonna see some kind of you know uh we'll see something some craven uh later on but um but yeah i mean i mean i think it's cool i mean i think it's smart i'll expect nothing less from from kevin feige for him to have plans for for in contingencies and whatnot um you know i i mean i i'm definitely glad we got this as opposed to that i'm not anti-craven i wouldn't necessarily call myself anti-craven um you know but i think but i think i think a movie like this is, is certainly is certainly better than better than than um, you know this Craven project that that we know we're gonna get anyway. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting. Interesting to know that there that there was a backup plan in place, um, you know. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not, I would, I'm not uh, definitely not someone that's like, oh, I wish that would have happened or anything like that. I don't know if anyone is, anyone is saying that, but um, but yeah, I'm definitely glad we got this. Interesting. What, what do you thought? What do you think, Kendall? Yeah, I mean, I think this Craven, uh, this Craven movie, you know, it makes sense. I, I mean, I totally believe it based off of um, the ending. You know, the last movie. Uh, everybody knowing that, that he's Peter Parker. They were, we were speculating at the time that you know, oh, maybe this is the Craven angle. Um, and uh, obviously, you know, we did not think that we would get whatever mega movie we think we're gonna get now, but. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. Uh, I think fr- from a money standpoint, they're gonna wait. May- they're gonna make way more money now uh, than they would have with, with, with Craven. Um, obviously, they would have casted an A-lister to play the Craven Hunter character, so like that would have made a lot of money, also. But um, so you don't think it would have been Aaron Taylor Johnson had they? zero uh, percent. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, well, we were, first of all, he already played Quicksilver. So while he probably would look very different, he probably is going to look very different. Um, that would have been kind of confusing. Uh, well, remember though, this this might not have been in the MCU though. You know I mean, theoretically, the Sony and the Marvel stuff not going. No, we don't. We don't. We don't necessarily. I guess it's not necessarily clear. It's funny. Yeah, they, 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 they do these like, interviews, and sometimes I'm like, do they actually do like follow up questions? No disrespect to the people that do these interviews. I know that there's very limited time and very limited uh, things you can talk about, but like you know, he he says uh, when things weren't working out, 
So I I I leaped to the conclusion that 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 was more to do with the Sony Marvel deal that was not working out clearly. That was the only thing I think about when things weren't working out. I, you know, I guess in theory, it, it could be just that you know they didn't get all these different actors to come together. But yeah, but, and maybe but when you talk about when you're talking about from the pitching stage, the pitching stage of a movie that that sounds way early. That's again that would make more sense. That that would be closer to when all that stuff happened because that stuff happened not too not too soon after uh far from home came out all the, the oh, issues yeah. with marvel and disney yeah that was pretty quick i mean, see marvel and so i keep saying marvel disney marvel and sony um yeah no i mean yeah i i just assumed that it was uh that you know he's talking about you know could we have gotten logistical locked down right. you know it, you know, did Alfred Molina want to do another movie? Did Willem Dafoe, you know, want to be in this movie? Um, play those characters and what? And oh, and ultimately, I don't think it's those guys. I think it's Garfield and Maguire. Uh, mm, and obviously, we don't know if they're in the movie or not officially. But assuming they are in it, I think I don't think they're doing. I don't think they do this movie. So those guys aren't in the movie. So that was what they had to get locked down. I think once they got that locked down, then they decided, all right, we can go full on with this multiverse movie. Um, but yeah, I think in the event that those guys weren't in the movie, I think that they were, regardless, regardless of whether or not it was in the MCU or not. Um, and also I think if you're trying to sell the movie, I would assume you'd want a bigger name than Aaron Taylor Johnson. Now you could argue, well, he's going to be playing Craven anyway. Right. Uh, uh, so clearly I think he's a big enough name, but, um, Hey, look, I guess I'll just go back to my real statement. If he is playing Iron Taylor Johnson, they're not make they're not gonna make nearly the amount of money that they, that they would make. I, I guess now, also there is a part though that, that you know, or Jason Momoa. Now I think we're talking about a movie that would still be you know huge. But there's there is also a part of this though that comes with you know that has to come with negotiation and what you who you can get too because I mean it wasn't the word was that they wanted Keanu and Keanu didn't want to do this. Yeah, but that's that's a different movie though. You're not working with. I mean, we don't, I mean, I guess all this stuff is like kind of strange, but you know, yeah. uh, in terms of who you're working with and whatnot. But you know, he's not working with Holland for. It's not getting like, Craven, you know, movie. and it's not Marvel Studios. It's like, it's like, do you want to do Morbius or do you want to be the villain in Spider Man? You know, um, like Jake, right. like they were able to get Jake Gyllenhaal to play Mysterio. Like that's an A list, right? You know, but Leto, I, but Leto playing Morbius is, is big though. Leto, yeah, Leto, Leto playing Leto, Leto, Leto is he's a big star. You know, that's why the only reason why I say Aaron Taylor Johnson's a, he's a peg, and we've had that discussion before, but he's a peg below those guys. Um, now, could they have gotten a bigger actor to be the villain of a Spider-Man movie? I mean, I don't know. That's, you're that's you're probably right. But I would assume, yeah. yeah you're, you're or at least, right. and again, they, like you said, they tried to get Keanu. Um, I would assume that they would have tried. And then argue, we could argue they would have had a different, like it's a different role at that point. You know, because you got to find somebody that you feel is going to be a good, you know, foil to, 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 to Tom, Holland. Tom Holland rather than someone leading their own movie. Maybe they, you know, I would assume they'd want a really big physical actor, which is not Aaron Taylor Johnson, um, at least right now. Uh, he obviously going to bulk up. But but those are all these are all hypothetical. What ifs? But yeah, I mean, it's an interesting I mean, it's an interesting proposition. I mean, again, something we kind of expected, something we talked about, you know, going way back you know, into what far from home could have been, um, you know, so interesting that that was their next, that was next on the list. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I think, you know, for a lot of Spider-Man fans, they've been, you know, no pun intended, uh, craving, craving, you know. So much of the concern and and frustration with some of the stuff from the other Spider-Man movies where it felt like there was some repetitiveness with some of the villains, particularly with someone like Green Goblin, where we've literally seen, you know, three iterations of the Goblin, Green Goblin character. We had, you know, Norman Osborn, Defoe. We had uh, Harry in the third movie. Uh, for James Franco, and then we had you know the last one in, yeah. in, in two, uh, Amazing Spider-Man two. So you know there's been some you know there's been some kind of you know overlap. You know of course we had Doc Connors in the original movie, then we had Lizard in the um, in the first Amazing Spider-Man. So you know one of the things that I think people were excited about, especially when Feige said that you know when he took over the Spider-Man movies, was that they wanted to do different new things. So we were seeing new villains, and Craven was on that list of people things that people wanted to see. So, uh, so I think that he would have made great sense to be the third villain, the third movie uh, villain, because of the fact that, as Kendall said, there was that whole issue with people knowing who Peter Parker is, and the whole thing with Craven is that he see, sees Peter Parker as this great challenge that he has to conquer, and um, and that would have been played so perfectly into the story that they were telling, and it makes sense that they could have pivoted to that um, if all this other stuff didn't work out. In some ways, it, it kind of makes more sense than what we're even doing here. You know what I'm saying? Like this is what what, what they're actually doing in this movie is way more uh, is way more complicated, be, uh, random, yeah. yeah, way more. You know, maneuvering different people, and in some ways, it seems to be moving away from what you actually established in the last movie. With yeah. this, this is this is you actually ta- tackling it head on. Uh, this No Way Home movie is in some ways kind of like a retcon. Yeah, you're trying to retcon. Yeah, what? can we? You know, wipe out what we tried, what we did in that last movie. Yeah, because it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work <laughs> with what we want to do with the rest of this film. You know, so so you know, I, I would have liked it. I think it would have been cool. I, I and dare I say, I know you know both of you guys said you know I don't I, I would not want to see this as much as what they're gonna do. And while I do a, agree with that, I think that there's a better chance that that would have been a better movie than what we're gonna get. And there's a hot scolding hot take for anybody sitting at home. Um, That's the interesting thing about this. This, movie. No this, this, this is a huge undertaking. What they're trying to do, I'm not saying yeah. that it won't be good. It's that, a spectacle. That's like the elephant in the room with this movie. Is is it even going to be good? Yeah, I mean, right. and I agree with you guys. And this movie, I feel like this movie is this is one of those movies. I really feel it's one of those movies. It's either going to be really, really good or it's going to be awful, <laughs> um, like awful, awful, and and it or it's or it's going to be really polarizing. <laughs> Where some yeah, I think people it, think it's fantastic and other people think it's terrible. I think it's going to be that. I, I, I think this is going to be a movie. That's an well, honestly, what I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be The Force Awakens. Where I think it's going to be mostly Force positive. I don't think it's going to be There'll be some, some Shamaris out there that, you know, were like, oh, they just played the hits and, you know, <laughs> you know they got people with nostalgia and this and that. Uh, not saying that's I mean, awesome. I don't, and I mean, yeah, I was going to say, I, mean, I, I don't hate people on The Force Awakens <laughs> like that that much. I mean, they, I mean, they, I mean, I think they did that, but right. I, I don't. I, I took like, right. Somebody's like, like, I mean, you're not wrong. We don't gotta say it. <laughs> no, yeah, but, like, I don't think it was a bad movie. Right. Like, it, like it was, it was still a good movie. Yeah, and I think there will. I think it'll be generally positive. I think that a lot of the positivity will be centered around people's hype and nostalgia based off of Garfield and McGuire and the villains all being in it, as opposed to whether or not. Not to say Force Awakens, I thought it had a good story, but not to say I, I don't know if the story will be like spectacular. But there's gonna be so many things. 
no pun intended, but there's going to be so many moments in this movie that people are just going to lose their minds that'll ultimately, I think, make it. Well, here's, here's how I kind of see it. For people. I, I think this kind of become, this topic is becoming a part two for the uh, No Way Home conversation mm-hmm. we just had. Yeah. But um, I think that, to me, this movie will end up either being more like Endgame in terms of quality, or actually, I'd, I for doing Star Wars movies, I'd actually go Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker is positive. It's possible. There's you know some similarities. I, I don't think, in terms of awful, I don't think that everybody's going to come away from that theater thinking it's awful because there's just too much nostalgia. There's too much. There's too many. There's too much talent. I mean, you keep it hundred. There's a lot of talent involved with these film, this film. That I don't think it would just be awful. But you know, Rise of Skywalker is hella, <laughs> hella polarizing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Mediocre for a lot of people. For most people, right, <laughs> and I think that there's a chance that that film, this film, lands there. I think there's also a chance it lands with like Endgame, where I think there are people that like. I don't think anybody dislikes Endgame. I think there are a lot of people who say, "Look, they the story care, was maybe. kind of okay, but fam, like, how can you say anything bad about that film given what you got in the third act? Like, right. you just can't. It's, you you just look crazy. And I think that there's a chance that this movie lands somewhere there. Where it's a classic, and we you know talk about it a great deal, largely because of the stuff that they they nailed. Like ending game, just nailed the third act. And there's a chance this movie will do the same thing. And Feige be producing this gives you that hope. I'm just saying that's a that's a much higher bar to clear than doing a good Craven movie. Doing a good Craven movie, given what they set up, to me is a low bar. That's why I say okay. there's a much better chance that was going to be a better movie. Than they made a, they made a good vulture vulture movie. <laughs> right, they made a great vulture movie. And again, low bar. That's just there's not it's not as complicated. It's not as many moving parts. Um so 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 that's why, you know, it makes again it may it may some some of the audience they may say like, wow, that's a bold statement say that there's a better better chance that Craven movie would have been better than what this one. But I think that's hundred percent facts. I think I think there's this there's a way better chance that Craven was gonna be a better movie had they done this than what they're actually doing. It won't be the spectacle. It won't be the spectacle, it won't be the, the drama, it won't be the, you know, all the things that we have coming into this mega movie event, we don't get that with a Craven movie. So I'm not saying that they should have done the Craven movie. You know, sometimes you just do the worst movie because of it makes the most money and is gets phrase most. But sometimes that's why you do things. Uh, you try to write a story that makes it work. But in terms of what would have been better, I think there's a way that there's a very high chance that you know a Spider-Man versus Craven movie would have been just killer and would have been easy, way easier than what they're trying to do. So. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's interesting though, you know. It's it's interesting to see that Craven was was definitely up next up, especially considering the the plans they had for Morbius and the plans they had for Venom. I totally would have assumed that like Venom or Morbius would have been the next next villain up because of just what they've established in terms of like those solo villains, you know. Right. So so that 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 did surprise me from that standpoint. Not surprising in terms of the character, but. Just in what they've done, you would think, okay, well, you're gonna just send them right to the the money makers that you've already established in Venom, or someone that you're trying to establish in Morbius. Um, let's move let's move on though from the Spider Man conversation. I'll just go ask for we, 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 right, well, not ready to move on to Spider Man conversation. What? What's, <laughs> I, I just want to show for you last thing on this. The, um, uh, Holland talking about the the the, the movie marketing campaign, how they had plans to. To 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 make it seem like this movie is going to be a Doctor Strange versus yeah, you talked about this a little bit in the, pro, in the pre-production Civil War movie, uh, and then you know kind of throw throw the bait and switch when the movie came out. 
Um, that's that would have been a very uh, would have been a very out there strategy. Yeah, I wouldn't like to employ. Yeah, um, I wouldn't have been. I I, mean, I actually would have liked that if they did that. Doctor Strange versus Spider Man. Well, well, no, just, that that wouldn't have been the actual movie. That would have been the promotion, though. They, they would, would have made to, it seem like that. They would have made it seem like that so that you didn't know it. that you were going to get all of this. <laughs> or or I'd, I'd have been like, uh, what? Well, then that's the point. You know, you go you go kind of low expectations. It was, was kind of stupid. <laughs> I, now, I mean, that's why they didn't do that's it. Like, that's like some kind of the 90s Spider-Man. It's some kind of off. That's like, that's like some, kind of, some kind of mini arc <laughs> yeah, from, that, yeah. from that show where it's like, oh, Doctor Strange fights Spider-Man. It's like... <laughs> I mean, I, sure, I guess. Mario's like, "Where's Madam Web?" This, this sounds like some sounds like some nonsense. Anytime, right. Anything in the '90s Spider-Man that was nonsense it involved Madam Web. <laughs> so that's why I brought, I brought up Madam Web, um, who apparently is supposed to be showing up at some point too. And you know, we talk <laughs> about multiverses. You know, who say that she doesn't make an appearance in this film? But movie. But um, yeah, I I actually thought that would have been kind of neat because, you know. Because I, I don't know. I, I, has anyone enjoyed the lead up? Has anyone enjoyed the lead up to this film? I haven't really enjoyed it per se. No, nah, it's, it's been it's been no, just a whole lot of questions. And... It's been, yeah, it's been kind of a drag. It's been kind of a. It's been it's been a lot of mystery, a lot of speculation, a lot of a lot of whole wait, waiting for a lot of trailers that don't really tell you anything. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, yeah, a lot of waiting, a lot of you know, is it going to be on Disney Plus? Okay, it's not going to be on Disney Plus. All right. You know, yeah, exactly. a lot of you know Disney Plus shows that are movie quality anyway. Right, it's just a lot of waiting. You know, it's just it's stuff yeah, like that. Just yeah, this hasn't been a f- like the Spider Man No Way Home lead up <laughs> has yeah. been very engage very engaging. I wouldn't call it fun. <laughs> you know, that's you words are. you can use. I wouldn't use. I I call the lead up to Infinity War fun. You know, this I wouldn't call fun per right. se. There's been a lot of anxiety with so what's going on. You, we we act so act. so if they took away that anxiety by telling me this was something totally different and giving me what they're trying to give me, I I probably would have been cool with that. You asked before the movie or before the our show rather. Uh, what was the last movie you can think about, the, or what are some movies that used this sort of bait and switch marketing campaign? Right. For like yeah, a major, I was trying, major I was trying to think of one off top of my head. Obviously, the Mandarin is like an easy one where it's like that's a good one. <laughs> I mean, what we got is not what we thought we were gonna get. Uh, that was a bait and switch mid movie, uh, also. But um, that Batman v Superman was one where we knew that there was gonna be a bait and switch, but you know, yeah, we didn't know it was gonna be it was gonna be Doomsday. Right. Well, we saw Doomsday in the last trailer, right? Oh, Doomsday. that's true. Yeah, yeah, we saw. Well, they, con- they, they didn't commit to it, which is a yeah, whole issue. Initial it was, one, it was a whole issue with just how they <laughs> right. did everything with that stupid film. I'm sorry, yeah, people right. who love Zack Snyder, bro. Um, I'm sorry, that just got me angry. <laughs> Never remembering that because they they did try to make it. They, the guys were fighting, and then right. again, the, the last, you know, because they were feeling the heat, and you know, the last yeah, trailer was. Now, what is this? Oh, you got to show Wonder Woman and them fighting, them fighting together, and that looks like Doomsday. Uh, wow, this, this feels like a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, what a, what a um, disaster! So yeah, I mean, it, it's it's it's, I, I mean, a bait and switch of that magnitude that they're talking about, particularly if we think that the other Spider Men are in it, we just, I mean, that would be unprecedented. That would, that would be completely unprecedented. That yeah. And I don't know, I don't even know how you sell this movie. Like, if you're trying to tell me that this movie, they would only show you the doc. So 
we didn't see the other villains, that we didn't see, you know, Maguire and Garfield. I don't even know how you sell it, which is probably why they had trouble doing it. I'll just show them. Well, the only, the only thing I will say in terms of why maybe I would argue that they, they could have pulled it off is because you could make the case that Venom 1 is kind of a bait and switch. Not necessarily in the story, but in the tone for sure. I mean, they do yeah, not right. pitch you a comedy in any of those trailers. <laughs> like, just nah. th- no way. It was shocking to anybody that watched it. It was like, this is not what I expected. Which is why you got the very polarizing reaction to it. Um, so, like, like when I when I heard this story, it, it didn't shock me because Sony has kind of pulled this off before. In a very smaller capacity, in a very different way. I mean, honestly, they, when I was thinking of what Sony they have done, done it. I about Far From Home. You know, I mean, we all thought Mysterio was going to be the villain, but they didn't tell us that um, going into the movie. And they kept telling us he's the hero. <laughs> we didn't buy it, but um, yeah, that that wasn't that wasn't well done, though. It wasn't well done. Yeah, you just go it, was, it was so obvious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's Mysterio? Oh, Spider Man villain. <laughs> yeah, and and, th- and again, there are, there are examples of other bait and switches on a smaller scale. I mean, again, I'm staying with Stony. I mean, Spider Man Three was a bit of a bait and switch. You know, we thought like Harry Osborn was gonna be like really scrapping with Peter, like throughout the movie, which is why we were like, "How's this movie gonna work <laughs> with Venom so fearing and Sandman being involved?" And he was in there for five minutes in the beginning, bumped his head, and then he was yeah, nobody. It was the rest of the movie. Yeah. Until the very end, <laughs> where he's helping Peter Parker. Yeah. So, so that you know, there, there's that too. You know, that's 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 another one where you're like, "Oh wow, that's not what I expected." So. It's not that it can't be done. This would have been, like Kendall said, an unprecedented attempt. You know, I, I don't know. And I don't know if that would have made sense to do something that bold. And they would have made less money. But I would have, I would have, <laughs> yeah, they would have made a lot less money. But I would have totally been cool with it. Because I can't, again, I can't say this experience has necessarily been fun. So I, the idea that I could have avoided this experience and then somehow been shocked when I saw uh, someone like, uh, you know, Alfred Molina show up, I, that would have been pretty neat, you know? I, I think that Yeah, I'm just imagining, cool. like, they probably would have made a lot of, like, fake, probably would have shot a lot of fake. You just had to shoot a lot of fake stuff. And, and it's funny, because I feel like, I don't know how much, you know, I have no idea the concept of money on a set and money in production, but, like, I'm, a, I'm, just, I'm just surprised that you don't have more people just shoot, like, just, like, stuff, like, that's so fake, that's nothing to do with the trailer or the movie. Like, Honestly, seems, I, I, mean, I don't know. It doesn't feel like that much of a. <laughs> you didn't. A, you, yeah, the trailer well, is supposed to show me what's in the movie. You're showing me stuff that's not in the movie. Like I wonder if that's even like. Yeah, and, and, and they want you to. And, <laughs> I and I mean, most movies that you know they're they're trying to show you a preview. Like it, right, yeah, like, it's not. It hasn't. They haven't built the rapport that the MCU has in terms of right. The MCU and, is and, one of the and, only and, and the reputation right and just people yeah. people almost quite frankly, not wanting to really know in a way um, or being okay with straight up being deceived. It's <laughs> right. definitely not a norm. In Hollywood. <laughs> right. That's, so, that's facts. Marvel yeah. Studios kind of has a special. They're one of the only two that have that equity, built up equity to be able to do that. Exactly. And ironically, the only time when they were deceived, it was terribly received with man. Basically. Yeah. Terribly received. 
So when you talk about, you know, the fact that maybe, and we talked about Sony having somewhat success with doing it, maybe that was a conversation between Marvel and Sony, where Sony was like, hey, we could do it this way, and Marvel was like, like you had, that's you not had, gonna work out for us. We talked about with, like, minor stuff, like the Hulk not being in Infinity War and stuff. Yeah, like, exactly, yeah. Stuff you like might be able to get away with that. Like, I don't, maybe you have some Hulk fans that are like, or some kids that, I want to do the Hulk, but, you know, it's not, you're not getting the large majority of people. Yeah. And he's in the movie. Feeling, and he is in the movie, it's not a lie, he's just, we digitally cut him out of you know parts uh that he's not in it but yeah i mean it's a crazy uh it's sort of a it's sort of a crazy what if another what if scenario but um just glad that we're finally here but yeah it's all ej uh transition out of it now yeah yeah because we've been uh spider-man heavy for uh more than an hour and 15 or hour basically more about an hour because we talked a lot about zack snyder in the beginning but this is the biggest thing. I mean, this is the biggest movie we've had since Endgame when it comes to superhero movies. So it makes sense that uh, it, it takes up so much of the oxygen of this podcast. And again, uh, for those who want to hear our review of the movie when it comes out, that will be coming out probably sometime during the weekend. Uh, or, so just you know, kind of keep keep your eyes peeled on New Generation social media accounts and of course our channels. You know, SoundCloud. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Tune, and most of the DSPs that you're familiar with. But um, so a couple of quick stories you want to do before we get out of here. I do want to talk about Letitia Wright because here we are again with questions about her commitment to uh, staying within the MCU because of uh, her reluctance to get the vaccine. So Giant Freaking Robot came out with a pretty bold statement um, and a bold story discussing how apparently Wright's continued unwillingness to get the vaccine and with Disney now mandating all cast and crew be vaccinated that her time in the MCU is coming to an end. This is one very awkward considering that there is a movie that they're still doing that they're in the middle of production that they halted because Letitia Wright apparently had a really bad shoulder injury and a concussion. Uh, So that, that in part was one reason why they, had to uh, halt production. But according to them, uh, Letitia Wright apparently doesn't want to return to the MCU because of this whole um, vaccine mandate. Now, uh, the Hollywood Reporter did come and say that, uh, that that the sources that they have are telling them that Black Panther 2 is indeed on track to resume production uh, with Wright. So there is that. But, you know, as I tweeted a couple of days ago, it's like every time I see Shuri trending, I just kind of just shake my head and kind of <laughs> get ready for some bad news because that's it just appears to be what's happening every time I hear about Shuri or Letitia Wright. There's some issue with uh, the questions about whether or not Wright will be moving forward with the MCU and, and, and what her commitment is. I don't know, guys. I mean, to me, I just feel like it, I, I just think that it hurt. It's they're in a weird spot because Letitia Wright, I thought she did the right thing a couple of months ago when she came out with that statement you know, about you know whether she was spreading anti-vax stuff on, um, you know, uh, you know, in the, uh, on the set of stuff and things like that. I thought that, I don't know, we argued about whether she should, I said she has to say a statement. She has to say this isn't true. I mean, I hope it's not, but you know, if definitely, if it's not, you definitely say something, even if it is, she needs to say something like you can't just let this just twist out there in the wind. I kind of feel the same way about just everything involving her future with the MCU. Like, I just think that this has become such a distraction and and just such an untenable situation for the fans, um, for the company, 
and for the rest of her cast and crew, honestly. You know, she's going to be, whenever this movie comes out, she's going to be a large part of the rollout of the promotion. And there's going to be a lot of conversation about what was her deal during this whole time, which has been very ten, uh, tumultuous for her. She needs to come out with another statement and just say, what what is her deal? Do you Are you going to be continuing with the Black Panther? You don't even got to really tell me about the vaccine situation. It's What is your future? They're clearly going to be doing a lot of Black Panther movies and content. Are you staying or are you not? But there's too many of these reports that he's saying that, oh, she doesn't, she might not be returning. And, um, oh, she might, you know, come back for this movie, but then that's it. Because that's, that's what I thought was interesting about how this reporting came out. You had the giant freaking robot story. And a high reporter says, they resume production of Black Panther 2 with Wright. But I felt like the, the, the giant freaking robot story kind of gave you some wiggle room that she may come back for this film but that anything further she may be done you know what i'm saying so like even yeah. just saying okay well she's gonna come back for, for black panther 2 well, that's you know that's okay there you got to finish the job that you were given i'm sure she wants to collect the bread that she was supposed to be collecting as well but you know we assume that we know the wakanda world is going to be continuing well beyond black panther 2 so you know again that commitment from someone who's supposed to be playing a younger character is important and if that's not happening, we should all uh, know. And the fact that, you know, the article from the Hollywood Reporter only committed to this movie that she's already in was 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 not surprising. I, I get a bad feeling about this, guys. I have the feeling that, you know, we had that letter come out that we talked about a couple of weeks ago where they talked about their holding production because of these injuries. And there's just so much weird smoke coming from this production that I'm worried there's a major cover-up happening. I'm worried that there's a major cover-up that a lot of these issues regarding when they're starting, when they're not starting, is is centered around her willingness to get the vaccine. And I, I was not inclined to believe that as much during the last Kevin Feige letter that somehow was leaked to the public that kind of spoke about, you know, because of Letitia Wright's injuries and things like that. But even that was weird, that that was something that became so public, but it wasn't a public statement from him. Like, that just seems like a weird way to let everybody know, hey, what you think is happening is not actually happening. Why wouldn't you just say it's not actually happening? You know, why? Because if I come on and just say, oh, no, she got hurt. Well, she'll be back. Why are you circulating this weird email? You know, something's something's not right here. Something just smells fishy. As a, as a great Ryan Stewart, that was his name, right? What was his name? Ryan Stewart? Or Doug Stewart? Which uh, From the two live stews? I forgot which one it was. Mm-hmm. Ryan Stewart, the great thing, the great Ryan Stewart, he used to say, I smell a rat. <laughs> that's how <laughs> that's how I feel about whatever is going on with the Black Panther 2 set. Because something is just clearly not right. Yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, like you said, at, uh, you know, at the start, here we go again. Um, with Letitia Wright and, um, you know, her refusal to get vaccinated. Look, Disney... They have this, it's a policy that they have, that many workplaces have. It's perfectly reasonable. It's becoming law. Not, well, no, it's not law in New York, but, you know, but it it Um, may end up being law at some point. Yeah, it may end up being law. Uh, It may end up being law if you want to work with, with the government in any capacity, Mm. which, um, you know, I don't know. I pay attention to the credit sometimes. I see they work with the various states and whatnot. So, right, right. so I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But 
but yeah, I mean, they're gonna, they are going to, um, you know, be requiring uh, the vaccine, and and many workplaces have adopted this. I know, I know, even my workplace has adopted, it. And, and depending on what you do, they've absolutely adopted that. Well, you have to either uh, no. I think they, I think they have actually said that. So, and in Hollywood, where you're in an environment where it's so time sensitive, and you're dealing right. with a lot of people, it would behoove them to want to have a mandate so that they don't they can live. This is so much money on the line, too. Like, money, of course, t- yeah. time is money. And you can't, like, yeah, exactly. having to shut down production because eight people got this, got the, got COVID, like, it's just yeah. not could not convenient. That's millions or of just, dollars you're losing. Or just stop a project completely because right. someone has long COVID or whatever. Right. You know? right. Yeah, so lose somebody that's important. Exactly. It's, it's, yeah, it's or God forbid something cost effective for everybody so, to get the vaccine. Yeah, it's just, it just makes the most sense. So, yeah, it's just, you know, we, I mean, I mean, we've talked about this, uh, you know, ad nauseum at this point. You know, I agree with you, EJ. I think it's, you know, I, it wouldn't shock me at all if this was some kind of cover up or them just, quite frankly, just not wanting to say, yeah, she's refusing to get vaccinated. And it's, it's a problem that we're trying to handle that we can't really handle because she's just not going to do it. Um, so, I mean, it is what it is. I have no problem with them moving on with Letitia Wright. I, and I remember when, you know, um, of course, we were talking about it with her dad. And he and he he we were talking about it. And I just at that point, I just I heard about that. And I was just like, I'm done. I'm done with her. You know, if she you know, if she quits. She refuses to do it. And, <laughs> you know, look, she doesn't want to do it. She's not going to do it, whatever. But then move on. Let's move on. Shuri isn't a character that. I'm like so attached to Letitia Wright. It has to be her. It has to be. No, no, definitely not. Not at all. Just cast somebody else. If you yeah. if you're attached to Shuri's story, cast somebody else. I, I I I really don't care. I almost don't care who it is at this point. You know, just cast somebody else. There are plenty of other very talented black actresses, young black actresses, in Hollywood, working on TV, working in movies. Man, I'd have man, I had I'd have Kiki Palmer on standby. I mean, I mean, come on now. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'd have her on speed dial. <laughs> So yeah. like, I know Kiki Palmer has a thick Southern accent, but I'm sure you can do an African oh, dialect. She can, she can she's that. an extremely talented young woman. I know she would leap to a role like that. She'd be perfect. So, and she's very popular. She would. She would. Right. She would bring much more she's, people. She's a superstar. Yeah. She would bring in way more people than Letitia Wright. <laughs> yeah. Now so, I will say. Now I will say. You know, it's one of those deals where it's yesterday's price is not today's price. If you go from Letitia Wright to Kiki, but. But yeah, I'm ready to have the conversation. I'm ready to to, to bring up other actresses at this point. Yeah. So so yeah, it's it, at this point it, it is what it is. Disney's got to do what they got to do. They have their they have their rules. You know, I'm glad that they're following their rules. You know, I'd be more concerned that if they had this rule and they're just making special exceptions. That to me would be a bigger issue. But, you know, I'm glad they're standing by their rules and they're saying, "No, this is a rule that we have and everyone has to follow it. Everyone has to follow it." You know, none of this stuff. And I know, that, of course, we did, they had the issue with Sage Steel on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. You know, and all and all that. Everyone has to follow the rule. Everyone has to follow the rule. Regardless of however once you want this job or whatever. So, yeah, no, I, I, I don't feel bad for her. I, I, don't, I don't really hope anyone does. Um, and, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't have any qualms to say that. You know, I, I, don't, I hope nobody feels bad for her. She's made more than enough money. She's doing okay. You know, I should feel bad for her. 
you know, which I don't think she's, I, she's so, and I, she's not making this public, so she's not asking for anyone to. But it's just, you know, this is just, it's just a shame that this is going on, and I want them to move on. So that that's the end of my spiel. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll look. I'll say I I I don't. I hope she recovers from any injuries. I don't wish any injuries. Yeah, no one's wishing any. Um, <laughs> yeah. But and to be I, honest, I hope that none of this is true and that it is just deal with these injuries because they, they're serious enough to where it would make you not have to be able to work for a couple months. Right, right, yeah, and yeah. so I, I I'll shoot her a little bit of bail here and say that we obviously don't know if these reports from Giant Freaking Robot are legit. Um, they're reporting it. Yeah, I mean we don't know um, anything. I guess you know. I mean, is it possible that she is? Uh, that she is in the movie and that there's no it's possible she's vaccinated controversy yeah i mean that that seems less likely but possible i don't know i don't know i'd be more willing to believe giant freaking robot than i am more willing mm-hmm. to believe vaccinated based <laughs> off publicly but um but at least worse that is like i guess in theory possible but um but is it possible that maybe she is not vaccinated maybe that was an issue at a time maybe projects to be an issue at some point down the line, but that that's not a problem for this movie. I, that seems like that may be the safe bet. And that kind of is what EJ's talking about where he says, you know, they're not, uh, like they're not <laughs> Hollywood reporter. hasn't said anything about where she fits into the future of this. And there have been other reports and other, mm-hmm. you know, indications and, th- and more so speculation. I would say that yeah. her character won't be the black Panther quote unquote going forward, even if she is, the Black Panther this movie. So, right. if if that's the case, you know what that means for her character. I don't know. Um, I've already said it's. I would. I tend to guess that she probably will be Black Panther in this movie, uh, or at least at, you know at a time based based off of the fact that uh, you know she was injured doing these stunts. You know that was right. seen to guess that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, this isn't. I mean, it's not good news, really, for anybody. Uh, not good news for her, obviously. But it seems like, you know, this is, I wouldn't say it's not good news for her. Cause this is something that she can, mm-hmm. she can, she can solve pretty fairly, see, pretty easily. You know, I think for Marvel, they got to do a, a, you know, kind of a cost assessment of besides um, Chris Pratt. And I'm not even gonna go as far as say he's like universally like not liked, but. You know, his Q rating is taking a, a, a big slide over the last couple of years. We all know that. Um, but besides him, they haven't really had leading people that are very disliked by a lot of the fan base for who they are as people. You know, you know, Scarlet had a little bit of an issue with this last movie. You know, some of the drama that went on afterwards, not anything that went on before. Uh, and, and then maybe you'd argue some of these losers uh who were giving brie larson crap maybe 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 bring her in there too that was more unfortunate that nothing to do with brie but Mm -hmm. but you know marvel's they have a real they have a real thing they're gonna have to talk about and really how they're gonna move forget about whether or not she wants to come back they have to have a conversation about is it worth having somebody who's such a pariah like like how every you don't know like even when she made, it's like okay. Even when she, maybe she's totally fine and not trying to get out of the, the MCU, and all these stories are false. Okay, do you want to have a person where every couple months we're going to be asking about 
you know, is she committed? Does she want to stay in the MCU? You have a, a person that doesn't seem to be willing to go out and say the company line necessary to just get this stuff out of here. So we don't have to worry about constantly being confused or concerned about what her future is. And it's like, is this, it's just worth it. Like, is this worth the time? Like, is this worth the energy? Is it worth having, you know, it's going to be very awkward to me. For me, I know for millions of fans, when whenever we see Black Panther Wakanda forever, and I think, you know, I agree with Kendall, I'm not sure which Marnie stays, but I agree with Kendall that she probably is the Black Panther, at least for this movie, or at least for a part of this movie. Like, it's going to be very awkward, like, being like, this is the person that's the leading, you know, the, the, the top billing in this film, and she's just gotten everybody's nerves for a couple of years. Like, I, I, like that's so just something it, that's a we, problem. Like, and, and, have... and it's funny because there was this talk about, you know, what was the issue with uh, West Side Story, this, mo- this movie that came out that supposedly is excellent by a lot of critics, but is done very bad in the, in the box office, poorly in the box office. And there's been a lot of these reporters may not want to say it, but a lot of people online are like, well, Ansel Elgar. It's had some problems over the last few years. And right. they did a promotion where they really didn't really promote him and include yeah, him. Yeah, and yeah. he kind of was just kind of in the background, even though he's like the main character. Like That's going to be Marvel with this next year. That's going to happen. So it's like, are, do they? is this something you want to continue? Is this something that was worth your time? Like, is this something that uh, is, worth, is good for the franchise? Especially something that, that's the Black Panther franchise is so, so inspiring for people. It means so much to people on a visceral level. Do you want this baggage just even around? You shouldn't. You should cut bait as soon as possible, as far as I'm concerned. So that's just something. That's a conversation they gotta have. So I, I actually think that we will. I think I think we've seen something similar to this pretty recently. We and we've juxtaposed these situations before, um, but just going back to it. Um, obviously, Disney had to deal with a very uh, disruptive figure. Uh, in the Star Wars universe, uh, that being right. Gina Carano, um, right. yeah, of course. You know, and there we, me and Shamari on, on on the Imperial broadcast, we talked about it multiple we times. We talked, yeah, prior we, to her, at this point, her being, yeah, endlessly. Prior to her being uh, fired, you know, we talked about this is becoming a little bit of an issue. Yep. You know, because we didn't necessarily talk about whether or not she was liked by the fans or whether or not this was going to affect um, viewership as much as it just was. That was at such a, a politically hot time, you know, and it just it did it was just awkward to have a character who have an actress that was so, you know, just for so so you know I, I mean like you talked about unlikable you yeah, know with a, a pariah her, yeah 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 with, with with some of her 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 you know political beliefs and whatnot so, um, Gina Carano was a lot more vocal than Letitia Wright is Letitia Wright it's been more. Some of it's just been reporting and source stuff and, you know, Obscure. word of mouth. And then she had her stuff last year that was obviously bad and that was more similar to the Gina Carano stuff. And then she's been quiet since. Um, so that's why it's it's a little different. Like Gina Carano, it was like Lucasfilm trying to tell her to shut up, it sounds like. And mm-hmm. she just never did. And yeah. eventually had the canner. With Marvel, it seems like Letitia Wright isn't saying anything. And... So it's been mostly fine, but then you have this now vaccine thing that's come together, and we figure you figure that would still be a problem for Gina Carano if she, if she yeah. was that. I mean, I don't know, maybe it wouldn't be, but right. you know, <laughs> I, that's that's just my guess. But um, so yeah, I don't know. That was, that's I, the I think there are two problems though about. when we compare it to Gina Carano. Is one, uh, Letitia Wright slash Shuri's 
role in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is bigger than Gina Carano's role in the Star Wars universe. It's, it's so it's so strange because like they're they're almost similar. The only difference they are that, similar. I agree that they're like, similar, but they're almost, I think they're, 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 the difference is that Shuri is a character that you can't ignore because of you know prior you know prior history. Like Gina Carano is an original character. Gina Carano is a completely new character. Yeah, made up character. Right, if made you wanted character. to just pretend made up character was off the board. You could, you could do it. You could write her out. You could cross <laughs> right. her out. And, and, some, and someone from the, it's also it's someone from the past. It's not someone that's in the current continuity. Right. It's not in the current continuity. Right. Yeah. Um, so 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 that so that's Shuri, they're similar in the sense that. I mean, look, she was given her own show that they had to cancel. You yeah, know, they just can't, they can't, right? They but that show, that would be, right. yeah. So but this thought this that Shuri was going to be the Black Panther, and then they just said she wasn't. You know, that right. would be a similar but, but the deal. Black Pan- but the Black Panther is such a is such a much more popular character than the made up yeah. character they yeah. have for Star Wars. This, this would be more like, oh, if this was like Han Solo, it'd be like, oh, that's the, that's that's more comparable. Like, if somebody Gina Carano was Han Solo, you'd be like, okay, yeah, this is this is almost equal. You know. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? That's now, can that's you where continue this comes the Black in. Panther with, out you know Letitia Wright. Yeah, let's say you can recast. You know you can, can recast. recast. Honestly, or, or you, can, you can write I, the character out. I'll you be can write her out. I, write I mean, her we out. all know I would rather have T'Challa as Black Panther anyway. Right. You know, which there's a whole campaign for that. That's that's gaining a lot of steam as well. Right. Yes. I I think that you could write out if you wanted to. You could write out her character. I mean, particularly. If if they're not gonna you know bring back the T'Challa character, you know obviously that you know just keeping the line of succession and just making it make sense in the timeline, it would be kind of I don't say callous, but it'd be kind of like strange to just be like yeah sure you're just out of the picture also, uh, but could you do it? Yeah, and we would get it just from a just it wouldn't be great for the story, but we would get it in the in the context of. Uh, <laughs> Letitia Wright's issues that if they just say yeah she's you know she left the country uh she's somewhere else now uh you know dealing with you know the passing of T'Challa and a new character is immersed you know like they could do that if they really wanted to but you know unlike production of the first Black Panther film this production feels chaotic yeah feels disjointed and I'm highly concerned. I will say, I don't think she's. I'm highly concerned about this film because, in some ways, I feel like this film is even more important than the first one. So the fact that this has been such a mess is very disheartening. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's very sad. I I don't think that she's as bad as Gina Carano. So we're not there yet. Now look, we didn't. I don't think what she. I don't think what she. I don't think she's done anything that's that's offensive. She's done things that are dangerous. Yes. Yeah, you argue she's spread a message that's dangerous to just society, but she hasn't, you know. Yeah, Gina, Gina Carano has offended. Gina Carano did that. did that as well. <laughs> both. Yeah. Well, yeah, Gina Carano did both. We clear. She also was saying dangerous things, but but Gina Carano was saying things that were hurtful for people, right? And aligning herself with, with it was a know. bully. It was she was a bully. <laughs> I mean, again, right. All, you know, opinions and whatnot, but you know, yeah, we are yeah, that right. it was the line. She was out of line. It was of the line. That that very she, clear. Was, she was in the, <laughs> you know, bullying category. You know that. Yeah, and my thing is, what even if whatever whatever you feel about how it happened, or if you agree with Gina Carano, I'm not even putting. I'm not even 
when I say offend, I'm not even putting myself or putting my feelings about what she thought in there. I'm saying that that's just what happened. Regardless yeah. of what you think, that's what happened. I don't find what Letitia Wright has pushed offensive. I think I like. I don't think anybody really would find it offensive per se. I think they find it dumb and dangerous. And I think you could argue like the you know I guess the when she did the message, the person that she she promoted was some person who was terrible, who said terrible right, things, right, right. who's been who has been offensive. But she right. didn't promote that content. She promoted the content that was anti-vaccine. Which again, I don't know if I would deem offensive per se, but I mean, maybe maybe other people would. But I think there's right. a difference there. But yeah, I just feel but, like. This but is remember just, when a, a when that whole deal happened, that. when we when we're trying to tie it back to the giant freaking robot thing, like remember when that whole deal happened last year? Like, wasn't she liking tweets saying she didn't want to come back? Or like, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they were saying, oh, like uh, leave leave them, queen, and she was liking them. Yeah. Yeah, like so that would I mean that would. <laughs> That's you know, why I said from the beginning that her mindset at a certain point of time, you know, whether yeah. or not things changed, I would assume they did. But, you know, she was she was she was, you know, trolling as if she was she was done with the MCU a year ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was a, it was, you know, it's, it's it was the same thing we hear with all these people. The same thing with Kyrie. You know, I'm going to lay it all down. It's, it's just the same. stuff. You know, that same energy. They need to they need to find a way to. Uh, just really kind of reset and clear the air what's going on at the very least just get back to work you know i know you know that can't come soon enough but i i just i i, I have a very i have a very sneaky suspicion that this is a complete chaotic mess that they're trying like their damage to just hold together and i don't know if they will be able to because it doesn't sound like they're dealing with a rational person so that's that's a that's the we we that's the i mean we saw the reaction post Star Wars getting rid of Corano. There wasn't I mean, obviously the right wing kinda, you know Yeah, people who don't care at all about Star Wars were outraged. Um but like a lot of the fan base obviously didn't really care. They were like, all right, cool. Good. You know, so would we get a similar reaction to Shuri? Look, we'd get a I think we would. I think there would be plenty of people. Yeah, I don't think anybody would care. You know, it could be I mean it'll be like the Kyrie thing. There'll be people that were like, oh, she was, you know, this and that. And then there will be people that won't care. They'll be like, oh, yeah, we got, had to do it. You know, yeah. hate to see it, but the character, you know, can be can be changed. I, I tend to think they would recast just because I don't think they want to affect the story based off of what. I mean, they should decision. Someone there needs to, needs to but, just say, say, we need to recast. It's just the easiest thing to do. Recasting Shuri. You know, no one's gonna be like, "Oh my God, how how could they do that?" No one's gonna say that. Like, yeah, they had to recast because there would create differences. You say creative differences, whatever, right? Whatever you have to say, but right. just recast. We move on. I know they like to make a, a lot of these things like a big whole event, and I know you know they like to kind of be like a family thing. But you know what? The family's having a big disagreement. Right, and this has become family feud. So. It's a family feud at this point. Okay, yeah. so we gotta move on. We gotta recast, and you know what? We, you know this is Hollywood. This, the show must go on, as they say. So <laughs> they gotta move forward, and you know we got new Shuri now. And now, imagine if they do that know, after this on. movie, like that. I, that's why I don't know. I mean, they made a mistake. It, it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to project at a certain point in time, but. 
Yeah, they, 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 I mean, before Black Panther 1, they had no idea. Yeah, or even yeah. I just, like, before this movie came out. Like, I think they, or before they made that they wrote this movie, I think they, it, if they wrote her as the main character, then they made a mistake. Um, I think they would acknowledge that. Um, 100% agree. You know, yeah, I think they, they may already be changing. I mean, I mean I've said that before, but yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah, they, they, they may be changing it already, but. Well, hopefully they are. They, they, there may be a situation where, you know, she's the main character of this movie, but then. That's it. Like we talked about that earlier. I don't mind sure you eventually be Black out. Panther, but I mean, I still think there's still stories to tell with T'Challa as a Black Panther. Um, you know, there's a lot of again, I keep saying there's, lots, there's plenty of black talented black actors and actresses in Hollywood. You know, and of course, you know, we would love. I would, I would prefer to have Chadwick Boseman as a Black Panther, but unfortunately, that's not that is that's not possible. Uh, you know, due to his, of course, his, his untimely uh, passing. So, I mean, we we gotta we gotta keep the story going, you know. So, I mean, I think that's just what they should do. Um, I mean, this, you have the Shuri mess now. It's like just let's get another Black Panther move, you know, move the story forward. It's just very stagnant. Like like you mentioned, EJ, it's very stagnant right now. It seems like they're not doing anything. There's just all these stories and they're just pushing things back and pushing things back. I mean, they, they haven't even so, made any announcements about that. I think that would help, too. The fact that there's, like, no announcement yeah. about this movie, no casting announcements, no story yeah. announcements. Like, no. I don't know what the hell they're waiting for. Like, I don't like know we need someone to make a decision. On. They need, I don't know, I know there's a lot of, and I'm sure there's a lot of grief surrounding of everyone in, in this project yeah it's a tribute project, I, so actually. i don't want to come yeah. down too hard on them but someone needs to make like to be very decisive about this movie <laughs> you know yeah. like like we need someone to make a decision yeah. about leticia wright <laughs> about t'challa i think they're in it i think about and Shamar, we were we've we've seen this before with gina Carano. i think they're in that point where remember it was like yeah, october was point, yeah. where it was like did did because we knew that they were gonna make a Gina Carano show like people were talking about yeah. it like well before she was fired so we knew, even though it wasn't announced yet we knew like they, clearly they're they're moving forward with her character in a very right. you know big way yeah. but she was doing crazy stuff so it was like they didn't announce it and she would not stop officially until like uh, like until like they got her character under until they got her under wraps and what was she fired after the announcement. Or was it? Was she fired before that? I don't even remember. I, mean, I want to say she was she fired, was fired after, after. Yeah, she fired after, after the show announcement. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like after they announced her show officially, they ended up firing her, and yeah. then they. But now we know that that show's pretty much been canned. Yeah. Like, but they waited a long time because she was acting crazy, and yeah. I think right now Marvel's at a point of time where they don't want to announce anything because they don't know if they've got to switch the story up if something happens with Letitia Wright. Yeah. Where they've got to. That's why I said in the beginning that it feels like there's a cover up happening. That's exactly why I keep saying that, because, again, why, like, there's some convenient reasons for why we don't know anything, but it, 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 we still don't know anything. That's still the, the fact of the situation. So when we see just this apparent chaos here, you know, again, I lead to, is there a cover-up happening? Uh, we're running out of time, but I do get one quick thought just on this um, Gotham Knights project that was uh, reported by Deadline today, apparently... The CW is in production with the writers from Batwoman, Natalie Abram, Chad uh, Fivesh, and uh, James Storio, who they are, and apologies on the last two last names if I did get those wrong, but apparently they are in, 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 
their production with a story. And the quote it has here is, uh, in the wake of Bruce Wayne's murder, his rebellious adopted son forges an unlikely alliance with the children of Batman's enemies when they are all framed for the killing of the Cape Crusader. And as the city's most wanted criminals, this renegade band of misfits must fight to clear their names, but in a Gotham with no Dark Knight to protect it, the city descends into the most dangerous it's ever been. However, hope comes from the unexpected, from unexpected, from the most unexpected of places as this team of mismatched fugitives will become its next generation of saviors known as uh, Gotham Knights. So, I don't know really what to make of this uh, project. Of course, it will be apparently uh, executive produced by Greg Berlanti, Sarah Schechter, David Madden, the, the, you know, the usual suspects when it comes to the CW stuff. So, alluding to that this is, once again, in the CW-verse or the Arrowverse. I don't know. I just I just feel like CW, to me, just has a problem with, like, besides Superman and Lois, you know, doing these kind of, like, adjacent projects to the major stories. So, you know, we want to see a Batman project. Okay, we can't get Batman. Okay, can we get Nightwing? Can we get something like that? And here we're doing the children of Batman enemies along with one of his adopted sons. Uh, you say rebellious adopted son, that makes me think it's Jason Todd. So, okay, it's a Jason Todd show sending around a bunch of people that no one's ever heard of. Or at least, I mean, you say the children of Batman's enemies. There just aren't too many people that are noteworthy that I would consider. I think they're making. I think they're like, making up characters. Like, unless you're just making up characters. I mean, maybe yeah, Sophia, absolutely. Like they Sophia were Falcon, Joker like Jr. Sophia, Sophia yeah. Falcone, maybe. Like I, I don't. Like, Iceman Jr. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, Mr. Freeze Jr. You see, High School Jr. Yeah, High School Jr. Yeah, I think yeah. I think they're gonna make up characters. Like, I mean, like, this doesn't, doesn't this just doesn't sound like anything I would care about. I agree. I mean, I agree. Which just sucks. I feel like a a Gotham Knights concept is interesting. But it's like they're just taking the the weirdest route. Like, if you gave me a show that was running around Dick and Barbara and Tim and and Jason, just sign me up. We're ready. But it's like, and I know there is a a show that has some all all of those characters. But then it's like, then why are we doing this? Like, what is then what is this thing? Then I don't need this thing. Like I just, well, I feel I mean, like I just watched Gotham Knights for season three of Titans. So what are we doing here? I mean, I tend to agree, but I mean, honestly, I was saying the same stuff about Superman and Lois. You know, I was saying the exact same stuff. But I was like, why? Why am I watching this? I don't want to watch them. 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 You know, Super, raise, raise co-parent children. Superman. You know, the Hulk. co-parenting. Oh my God! I have to live in Smallville now. Nine to five. Nine wow. to five. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, what, what am I watching? Yeah. But. Yeah, and it'll be really yeah, good. Which really, really, you gotta check it out, by the way. You definitely gotta check yes, it out. Yes, I, I watched. The first, I love the first few episodes. I gotta, I gotta get back on it. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's really good. Um, but that show, it, it shocked me. It shocked me. You know, so it I didn't mean, shock me because I, I, again, I thought it looked great from the trailers. I was like, this looks different. Yeah, the trailers. <laughs> anything are, I'm used to seeing. Trailers are pretty good. That I will say. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, at this point. It sounds kind of goofy. Well, the 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 children of the villain sounds kind of goofy. That but, is the goofy part to me. I can't get past. You know, but I mean, they do child villains pretty well in uh the other one. What do you call it? Uh, Supergirl or not Supergirl? Um, Star Girl. A Star Girl, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, they do, they do the kid villains pretty well in that. Yeah. So I'll give them credit kid, for that. And the kid heroes too. Yeah. And the kid heroes. So yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I gotta wait and see. You know, and and I thought well, I didn't think Star Girl was gonna be bad, but I had my questions. Kenneth thought it was gonna be bad. 
I'm not gonna let him live that down. Oh, um, yes. Yes, yes. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I gotta wait and see. You know, I gotta wait. And see. <laughs> yeah, they did things throw roll with me, bad. Um, yeah, this sounds pretty stupid. Uh, could it be good? <laughs> I mean, I guess anything could be good in theory. Uh, um, but yeah, I don't know. You know, I, the goofiest part. I, I, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll be nice. I was gonna make a joke about how the goofiest part was it being made by the creator of Batwoman, but <laughs> I'll be nice. Um, no, I mean it's it's it could be good. You know, I mean it's Batman lore. You know, Batwoman. You know, I kid, but Batwoman has some good stuff in it. Um, you know, it's uh, talented people. Is it is it the same universe? I don't know. You know, I, I don't. I guess I don't really know how much I care. Uh, is it in the same universe as the Kevin Conroy old Batman that we saw? I don't know. Um, so I, I mean, there's a lot of confusion. Um, but I, I mean, I, I it, it's it is what it is. Uh, what what son are we talking about? I mean, it's adopted son. I mean, honestly, the most interesting would be Damian Wayne, but they're saying adopted son, so you <laughs> not Damian. So it wouldn't be Damian, right? That, <laughs> yeah. I like if if I had a hint that this was Damian, I would be interested. I'd be locked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be locked well, in. So adopted, like, I was like, okay. So I guess this is. Either Grayson or Drake or or Todd, right? <laughs> right. And um, I'm like, okay. Well, we have a show with all those people already, and right. it actually is trying. It actually like again, like this last season was basically Gotham Knights of Titans. Right. You know, Titans season three is Gotham Knights essentially. So I was like, so what do I need this show? And you tell me, well, okay, well you're not going to get most of those people, but we'll give you some random kids of villains of enemies. And I'm like, what? Is, like, I don't know. I don't know. It just, it just, it's some. I guess like I feel like DC sometimes like you know they're so hell bent on the you can't have you know, uh, no du, du no duplicity with you know multiple of the same people in different variety different iterations. I think that hurts it when it comes to these kind of creative venues where they do things that just aren't really necessary. Like, all right, you're doing a, a Batgirl movie. I know there was a Nightwing movie, but who knows if that's even close to being in development anymore. But you know, okay, so you can't, yeah, of course, you have Nightwing and Barbara in Titan. So you say, okay, well, we can't use those characters. It's like, all right, then what are we doing? <laughs> then why are we doing a Gotham Knights show? Uh, okay, well, can we use some of them? Is like, okay, we'll use Jason Todd, but th- we got to have other Gotham Knights because you can't just have them all alone. So we'll take just some random people we'll make up. I'm like, pass. <laughs> Sorry, hard pass. Don't, don't need now. This. Look, again, I, 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 I say this can be good because. It's going to be almost completely original. Like, could I end up liking, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't think they'll do Joker Jr. because that sounds stupid. And somebody, I don't know, there's so many things wrong with that story. <laughs> but, like, could, could like, you know, a Mr. Freeze's son or, or daughter be a good character? Probably. You know, like, could a Cobblepot Jr. be good? Maybe. But, so that's why I say it could end up being good. But... Like the concept is just so out there. Like I like it a lot better when they do the simple like Pennyworth prequel or yeah, I the agree. simple Batwoman show or something like I just do something that's off the beaten path that's in the same universe. It doesn't have you don't have to make up this mishmash of of a story to make it make sense. I just think they're gonna look more and more nuts doing other Batman shows when there's this Batman stuff coming on HBO Max. 
I just think like it's gonna it's just gonna look so goofy and ridiculous. That, yeah. Like it's just like why are you even trying to do this? Yeah. Like like give this to like try something else. Do just yeah. There's so many else. other characters that I could have sold that, you that, that, that aren't getting any play. I, like I mean, back in the day, it was so easy to say, why don't they just do a, a static show or a, a blue right. beetle show? Now they're right. or Batgirl right. show, but now they're giving us movies for those characters. Uh, but still. Like I feel like there are other <laughs> stories. I still they're still like me. They're, they're still playing me in the bone. You could do something with Huntress. You could do. Um, I know they had they've had a lot of they they had you know a miserable success with Huntress. You know twenty years swamp. ago. <laughs> um, Easy enough, right? This is this is other things you can. Do. <laughs> I don't know. I I just saw this and it just seemed like some of the stuff from CW sometimes just feels like a cash grab. Like I, I honestly, it's like you're telling me it's Gotham Knights and. There's no Dick and Barbara. Like what? What? Then what is this? Like what? Like I don't know. Like, the the people the the the, 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 the kids of Batman's enemies. Now I'm rooting for them. Why? What sounds care. like? Now look, it could be again. It could be good, but it sounds like Birds of Prey, the show, like or like the Gifted, <laughs> you know, like something mm-hmm. just made up, like, and that's I don't know. To me, that that that's not interesting, but. Um, like the gifted was pretty decent. It wasn't the concept was kind of I was like stupid. Yeah, the gifted the was good. I liked the gifted a lot. Wasn't like super interesting. It was kind of random. Yeah, the gifted was good. But because it was such a blank slate, it allowed it, it allowed for it to be good. I just also don't get why why like what, to me and you know we again we can talk about Batman continuities, but why don't you just bring back Gotham? And just say, like, we're just going to do, like, you know, a, another Gotham, you know, or bring that show back for another season. Like, that, to me, would be more interesting than just making another Batman show that doesn't have Batman. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. I mean, there might be some contractual stuff with Fox. You know, who knows why they can't. Right. Though, though CW has cut deals before, they don't, you know, obviously they did the deal with CBS. Though I, guess, I think there's some, for Supergirl, though, I guess there is some uniform right? Uniformity, or whatever that word is, I can't say it. <laughs> this is a long podcast. Uniformity, uniformity, uniformity. Yeah, uniformity with those two. Uh, they might under, both be on the Viacom, I want to say. So maybe that's why, or there's some connection there. So they, and of course, we've seen that with the game as well. So they, there's, there's a, there's some stuff where they can, they can get. They've, they've acquired shows before. Um, I don't know. This just felt very uninspired, and I don't know. I also feel like again when I talk about cash grab, it's like you know, there's a very highly anticipated video game coming out that's giving us exactly what we want from a Gotham Knights uh, project, and then you're giving me this. And I'm just like, what? Like, Again, this feels like... And, you know, I don't know. And I just feel like, you know, the the last time I felt like the CW-verse really was strong was when they weren't working so much with their high, hands tied behind their back. I think that's a big problem with, like, just the stuff that they're just doing. Just overextending yourself. and They've overextended so much, and Warner Media won't let them, or DC, head of DC, I guess, won't let them do so much and so many things you can't touch. That it just, like, at a certain point, it's just, like, you're spinning yourself into a circle of nothing. And when I saw this concept, it just seemed like that. It seemed like you're, okay, we got to do something to keep, you know, the, the idea, you know, to expand on Gotham in our universe. I don't know why, because there's, again, a plenty of Gotham stuff, but this is the mandate you've given yourself. And it's like, okay, you can't do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. Okay, now we're on plan 
L. <laughs> What's plan L? And it's just like you come up with this, and like that's why I think we end up having a lot of. In- I never got content from CW right now. I, I know why they didn't CW do this, but I never got why they never they never just made their own sort of Teen Titans slash Young Justice in the Arrowverse, like with some of the young. I mean, again, they didn't really. I mean, probably because they more than media probably told them there's Titans. Don't do that. I mean, yeah, we're doing Titans, so don't do that. But like doing like you, a Legend they... Tomorrow kind of show because like Legend of Tomorrow kind of. I mean. It fell apart because one, they just started introducing characters that weren't, you know, named characters. But also, like, you know, it just it didn't. It, I mean, one, the, the, and also the like the characters kept switching, but like it didn't have the the must see appeal, you know. And yeah, it felt my, like something it, you could it, skip. Yeah, it always felt skippable. Um, like if you if you had a show where like. I mean, they put Kid Flash on Legend Tomorrow. Like, put Kid Flash on a show with other heroes that they've established in the in like you know uh, Speedy from Arrow and all these different characters, or maybe it's Red Arrow or or Arsenal, whatever you want. All these different characters they've introduced. Like, um, but instead they you know they opted to not do that. Now they want to do all these other shows. Like, but it to me it feels like they're in no man's land right now. Uh, the fact that we don't know what universe this even takes place in shows you that the the Berlanti verse, the Arrowverse, has kind of lost its way of it. And to be, you know, this may sound unfair because I did not watch complete, rather complete, the last season of Batwoman. But there's also a part of me that just feels like, again, we talk about we talked about this in the past, like this notion that like CW is very content with just continuing what is, you know, in some ways, kind of been. Un un unenjoy like so, content we haven't been really to enjoy unenjoyable stuff, and this is a part of me that there's a bad taste in my mouth that just like whoa we're taking the people from Batwoman uh, you know show that's had all these problems and issues and a lot of people have given up on and we're giving them another job <laughs> like I, I'm like Strange. like yo like give me some different creators maybe maybe give me a reason to be like oh okay maybe I don't know this person work or maybe I do but it's not like CW and I'm interested in that. Like, when you tell me, oh, we just take the people from Batwoman, they're going to do more. It just makes me feel like I'm getting more of the same. And more of the same, it's just not going to cut it. And, I, I and don't putting wanna, them in the Bat universe. Yeah, I mean, and I don't want to really even disrespect the fans that they, they do have. Because they got millions of fans. I'm not going to act like, oh, I'm just, I, I, my say is everything. But it's like, like, again, who are you really doing this for? Are you really doing it only just for these people that like Batwoman? Because like, there are a lot of people who want to like Batwoman that can't because of the content you consistently put out on a weekly basis. Like, are you even trying to like do something that's bold and, 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 and thinks outside the box? I, I, it doesn't, it doesn't feel that way. When I just see, we just got the people who did Batwoman. I'm like, now, well, then what are we doing? Credit, why, why am I wasting my time? We have to show Naomi coming out. That should be exciting. So a little bit of that, if fandom that's different, that's fresh. Ava DuVernay is making that. So we know that's going to be good on some level. But that's, but that's, that, that one makes it worse. Cause it's like that. I know you're capable of doing that. Whoever right, is doing, Super, whoever's doing Superman Lois ain't doing anything with anything else I've seen. It's clear. <laughs> I don't even look them up because you just look at you just look at how it's shot and like yeah, this is different people. So I'm like, <laughs> so that's what I'm trying to say. It's like there are times where it's like okay, you 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 do show initiative to try to be bold, and there are a lot of times where you do this thing. Again, it's just like you're just promoting people within in house that like they're just eh. They're just not doing stuff that's just that bold that that great that's just like captivating everybody and it's just like again who are you doing this for are you doing it just for the 
the people that only like this show. Because Batman and the Gotham universe means a lot to a lot of fans. It does. Like it, it it's it's you know, we talk we've talked a lot about the impact of the Black Panther and what that means to black people and like you know, you know, the impact of what Batman and Gotham means to a lot of fans is is, is vast. And when I when so many of those fans watched your show and was like, "This ain't it," and moved on, and you're going to do more bat content that they would potentially be interested in, and it's just like, "Nah, we're going to keep the same folks who were doing this Batwoman show that y'all also were upset about," and also now have we've had problematic issues with how we even produced this show, whether it was true yes. or not, we don't all even know. But there's even that. This is like so all that stuff happened. Y'all just like, "Oh, we're going to get." Do we think real quick that this like, affects? Come on, man. The future of Batwoman, because obviously when Superman and Lois showed up on the block, we knew Supergirl, the clock is ticking. Uh, do we think that having another show in this universe would affect the timeline on how long we'll even have Batwoman around? I feel like it should. I mean, I feel bad. I I, I kind of don't even care at this point. But right. But I mean, it, it, maybe. You know, <laughs> Which, maybe. Uh, by the way, because you because you run into the inevitable every time anything happens. Where's Batwoman? Right, right. And it's going to be the vice versa on the other side. Unless you establish they're in totally different universe. Which then I ask the question, what are we doing here then? Why yeah. is the same people that were doing, why Why are the same people that were doing Batwoman doing this then? Why wouldn't you yeah. get other people? Why is it on the CW? I mean, yeah. Yeah, why don't you put it on something else? Like, I mean, I mean, you're right. Um, and I mean, what Batgirl, or Batwoman rather, is doing, they're doing a lot. I mean, I, I mean, I just saw most recently there that they're introducing a Poison Ivy character um, that is supposed to be the the you know I, I don't know EJ are you worried about spoilers at all? No, I know what you're talking about. I already uh, seen the yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mary the Mary character is now supposed to be Poison Ivy. Yeah, I mean, I don't um, think anybody's caring. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how many people really do. Yeah, and for those but... at home, Mary was Kate Kane's adopted sister. Yes, yes, the Kane. Assuming adopted. you all don't care about spoilers either. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just like the first episode. That's not really a spoiler, right? right well, right. yeah, just right. just the fact of who it is. I guess. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying Mary, that. like people at home, I know who that is, right? You know, it's right, her, right. the sister through like a stepsister, essentially. Is a better way to say it, probably. right? And like, so they 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 are trying stuff, but it also feels like they're they're moving way too fast for me to think that the show isn't sort of. I wouldn't say on his last leg, but you know, trying to trying to keep itself alive, so to speak. You know. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, yeah, I, I put some juice in there. I mean, I, yeah, but again, I just go back to this whole ham tie tying back. Like, why would you? Why would you make Mary Poison Knight? Why wouldn't you just put Pamela Isley in the show? You're in Gotham City. That's what we would expect. That's what we want to see. Yeah. Like, nobody's asking for the stuff they're doing, but you only yeah. do this stuff is if is if you have you have to make more content. And there's a million different restrictions you have, you have to abide by. That's yeah, this is, the, this is the problem, man, with Warner Brothers right now. Like, Marvel doesn't have this issue because Marvel, oh, they just don't continuity. use these characters. They're all, it's all under Kevin Feige. Mm-hmm. Um, they had this issue maybe a little bit at a, at a certain point, but now... Yeah, with some of the uh, Netflix and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff. But besides yeah, that, Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D. honestly might have been the biggest one where there were certain characters... You know, the Inhumans, for, for example. Like, oh, you're using the Inhumans on there, and now you want to use them in the MTU. But, um, but with 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 uh, DC, I mean, they're just... Yeah. I mean, it's a double-edged thing. You got know? multiple different Batman universes, and... It's a double-edged some thing. Some of them are I mean, both I mean, good. 
I mean, some of them are good. Sometimes I like that, you know, I can see a Batman on uh, or, a, you know, a Bruce Wayne or right. Or and a not Robin. have to worry about, oh, is this in the same universe or yeah, how does this connect? Or is some person from the movie going to be like, hey, you, hey. My thing is, like, if you're going to do that, then go all in. Like, don't don't give me don't give me this. Don't give me right. Yeah, one bat kid and some random kids of enemies. Like, I, like right. what what does that mean? Just I mean, do again, Black, got, just do Gotham Knights. <laughs> like, I don't understand. I mean, I got I got to see what it is. Right. I mean, I I, I know I, mean, I know it, it, it seems kind of lame, but I got I got to see a trailer. I got I got to see what it, it, looks like. it could wind up being incredible. Yeah, it, 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 could, it could. be. We don't cool. really know what this is beyond a, a synopsis, but right. like if we're doing pitch meetings. And somebody pitches me that I'm like, man, I gotta see a trailer. I'm saying the same thing as Superman and Lois. I mean, at least <laughs> nah, that's true. I, but I, that has, I, but that has Superman. At least that has Superman, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Like this um, doesn't. That's Superman even in the trailer. We don't like. They're telling. They're pitching me saying Bruce Wayne is dead. It's the opposite. <laughs> I'm like, so I'm not. So I'm definitely not getting Bruce Wayne. And then the people you're telling me are people I have no in, <laughs> no interest in seeing. Like 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 the most important people in the Superman world. Are Superman and Lois Lane, and they're in the title of the show. We know there's a family aspect. We know the kids are you know take a much you know bigger role in the story. But like we they they they're leading with Superman and Lois. This is doing again the opposite. This is saying Batman is dead. Okay, Bruce Wayne is dead. So now you gotta convince me why do I continue? And you say we're doing Gotham Knights. Okay, well that's interesting. That's a concept I like. Who's gonna be a part of it? Oh, so people you don't know. I'm like, oh well. There's my ride. I don't know what. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do. You know. So, I could be wrong. You know, I, 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 I could be wrong. I don't want to make it sound like you know it just can't be good. Uh, I hope that it is for the sake of my own satisfaction, but also for this again, for the sake of a lot of Batman fans and Gotham fans who are tuned out from CW because they're not happy with the direction of the Arrowverse over the past several years. And I just, you know, the idea that they're they're trying to do new things is exciting, and it's just like I'm waiting for something to latch onto. Superman Lois seemed like something that was that was great, but I'm just like the next thing involving Gotham Knights, and it's like this is it. This that's an option that did not sell me. But it's been a long podcast. I hope you guys have enjoyed this one, man. Of course, if you enjoy all our podcasts, be sure to check us out. On the New Generation Podcast Network, you can find us by searching New Generation Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, be, check us, be sure to check us out on YouTube, New Generation Media. Uh, again, if you're used to, uh, or if you're, either if you're watching Hawkeye or you're watching uh, HBO Max's Young Justice, we do weekly recaps of those shows on our YouTube channel exclusively. So if you want to check out uh, the recaps, myself, Shamari, Kendall, we're all on those recaps. A couple of times, it's just two of us, but most most of them, it's, it's all three of us. Um, go to our YouTube channel to find that out again. That's uh, New Generation Media. Follow us on social media, New Generation Pod on Twitter, New Generation Podcast on Instagram. And follow us individually on social media. You can find uh, myself or EJ underscore Stewart on Twitter, on Instagram, Action EJ. Kendall can be found on Twitter, New Gen Ken. And Shamara can be found on Snapchat and Instagram, MCShan22. Thank you guys so much again for checking us out. For Shamari, Kendall, I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace.